Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. When listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt. I'm here with Fro. Oh, calling uh, yourself the host. All right. Uh, Fro introduced himself like Santa Claus with an introductory ho-ho. <laughs> oh. And I'm here with Better Matt. I'm not going to do a Santa Claus. Why I was you? really like getting ready for it, and then at the last minute, I chickened out. You chickened out on a Santa Claus impression? Uh, well, I just I knew that it wouldn't live up to Froze, so I was like... You think Froze was good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Neither of you. Oh boy. Neither of you could ever hold a candle to the true Saint Nick. Uh or as or as other people call him, annual gift man. <laughs> That's uh, what I call him. Uh well yeah. I'm also since being black, I you only find me in Walgreens, uh or your normal pharmacy uh for twenty five days a year. My favorite thing about the black Santa Claus like merch is they're just the white Santa Claus just painted black there's like painted no over, yeah it's 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 that's it that's it <clears throat> now all the actual physical traits are the exact same the exact like, same you know come on uh fro favorite black santa claus um shit that's a good question uh probably S- snoop dog <laughs> okay um <laughs> i don't fucking know we gotta move so special episode here today everybody special episode uh today actually I am announcing, oh, actually, I'm going to have to announce three shows because the other show won't be out yet. So, okay, no problem here. A little shift in my own. I'm announcing new three new shows on Make Fun Network today. That's right, three. Count them. One, two, three, baby. Uh, always the number three. Always the number three. So, Make Fun Network is going to be bringing to you a brand new show called Grown Ass Gamers, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a video game show uh, that I will myself will be on. Also... Another person I'm about to introduce. So we have a video game podcast that should be coming out very soon, as soon as iTunes essentially um, puts the RSS feed up, because that's always a gamble. If anyone's in the podcast and you know, it's like, oh, yeah, put it up, and it could it, it it could show up that that same day. It could be two weeks from then. So whenever it comes out, it should be available. I'll be sure to post it on Make Fun Network. But uh, two shows that are already well established that are joining the Make Fun family also. One of these hosts is also on the Grown Ass Gamer Show with me. Uh, let me introduce you to Logan and Ben from Roll for Damage and Sleep with the Light on. Logan and Ben, say hello. Hello, hello. Ho, 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 I guess. There hey, you there. Go, right? there you go. All right. That's a much. New, new guy stealing my bit. New, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the size of Santa Claus and the beard, so I'm going to wrestle <laughs> for right. it. I, I will say that was a much better ho, ho, ho. Yeah, um, I was just calling for the hose. That's really all I was doing. Oh, bro, you're so you can cool. be the Godfather, and then I'll be yeah. Santa Claus. Also, Where the hose at? Logan is a wrestling fan, so he'll <laughs> he'll fit in perfectly. Nice, uh, Logan. Tell so, Logan, you're on both. So <laughs> I, this might be a rude question to Ben. I apologize if it is. Is Logan? Are these shows your it's little, cool. little brainchild, or is it yes? Like a, okay, so uh, why don't you tell us about? The sh- why don't you tell us at least for Sleep of the Light on? Maybe Ben can tell us about Roll for Damage. Sure. All right. So Sleep with the Light On is a show where my girlfriend and one of my close friends are huge horror fans. 
uh, like their religion is horror. And I haven't seen any horror movies because I was a very terrified child. Not terrifying, just scared of everything. Um, so I never watched horror movies as a kid. And then now as a 30-year-old man, I'm like, let's watch horror movies for the first time ever. So they now show me a different of, horror movie. Now instead of being a terrified child, you're a terrified 30-year-old man? Uh, yes, you, you pick up on it quick. <laughs> Um, and yeah, every episode they show me a different one, um, and we kind of review it and see what it's like as a 30 year old man watching it. And then for the first time, and then the super fans, you know, bring in fun facts about it and whatnot. We just did, uh, the child's play movies, uh, this month. And then also, uh, night of the living dead. Oh, nice. I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Hit me. Are, are you only doing movies that you like all enjoy or are you watching no. like, any like uh okay that that's it yeah so uh ellie my my girlfriend on the show um and in real life also uh <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um likes weird bad 70s horror movies and okay. foreign horror and some of those have been honestly a little rough to sit through but right. some of them are kind of fun and then andrew my co-host is big into like american slashers and cool mm-hmm. classics Okay. So, does anyone ever touch upon like uh, like uh, Korean or Japanese horror films? Uh, we we are doing the host coming up next month. Oh, that movie rules. Which is a Korean movie made by the dude who did uh, the Parasite movie, I believe. Parasite. Oh, cool. Hmm. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ben, why don't you talk a little bit about Roll for Damage? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I'm the dungeon master for it. So I. Um, you know, come up with some of the story and like some of the characters and stuff and try and work in the players' backstories. It's, I tried to design it where it's very character driven and, um, kind of like with a, like a solid emotional base, you know, um, as well as like expanding on the world so that people get a sense of where they're at. It's a homebrew world. So I've created all the lore. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So kind of the, the premise is that the, you know, the, the players start off. In the 300-year anniversary, you know, Founders Day Festival of the Golden Empire, which is like their home nation. And uh, so they get drawn into this larger conflict where each of them has to get the favor of their particular god that they worship in order to um, seek out an item that is hopefully going to stop the coming um, World War I-esque conflict that's right on the horizon. Is there a Franz Ferdinand in your world? Yes. Yeah, I actually, so some, a lot of the NPCs are based off of actual historical people. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm super into history, so, uh, yeah, so a lot of things kind of correlate to real events. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, sweet. And then I play a gnome barbarian on that show also. All right, Logan, you don't need to know everything about you. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, don't need to gnome everything about me? Oh! Uh, Oh, I, I, I've never muted a guest before, but <laughs> this might be the first time uh, in the history. Uh, just no, an actual host of the show, me. Yeah, just a just a host. No, that, that's awesome. So so happy to have you guys on make fun with us. I think we're going to do a lot of a lot of fun stuff. I know a lot of the fun butts we call our our, our listeners fun butts over here. Uh, there are a lot. There's a, there's a they're a heavy D and D crowd, much much more so than than any of us are respectively. Heavy uh, D. They're heavy D, <laughs> but I, I know they're going to be super pumped to have a and d show under the Make Fun Umbrella, and I think you're going to get a lot of, a lot of loyal, loyal fun butts 
doing your stuff, but I talking with Logan and, and Ben about it, just you know, with make fun, we're gonna start doing some some fun stuff, kind of D and D related uh, that I couldn't do myself because I don't know. Well, as you're about to find out, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about it. You don't know D about D and D. Oh, every by the end of the show, I'm gonna be the only one not muted. I think is <laughs> I haven't done anything yet. Shut up, fro. Speaking out of turns, I'm muting. <laughs> Is it a turn-based thing for this? I, I guess it's like fucking D&D, huh? Are you the Oprah of mutes? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm handing them out. Uh, you but that's, mute. But that's, so, uh, that's so awesome. So welcome aboard. And today, what our topic yeah, is going to be is going to be... So we're going to combine both those ideas, right? We, we were talking about getting these two on, the, on top five, and we wanted to come up with an idea that would encapsulate kind of both of their shows. So today we're going to be doing top five horror RPGs that we made up. So essentially we're going to be kind of uh, coming up with the, with the the campaigns that would be run. And I and I could be wrong about the way I framed that last sentence, but I think that's correct. Uh, I'll throw it to the to the the professionals. Yeah, sounds right to me. Sweet. Uh, but before we get yeah. into those lists, because we have to, Matt won last week. Matt, what list did you win? Uh, this was, if you're such a fan of blank, name five blanks. I can't believe you won. You had, if you're... The un- best list. I won by a significant margin. I don't understand why you won. One of your lists for, uh, if you're such a fan of blank, name five blank, was if you're such a fan of pants, name five pockets. Yeah, that was my number five, the worst one, and it was warming <laughs> up. And uh, guess what? You named five pockets, you weird pants fan. Matt. Yeah. If you're such a fan of death, name time, name five times Fro and Matt died on the top five of death. Uh, every time I won. That's one. Oh, d- <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, uh, exactly. So how about the time that Fro choked himself out? Uh, how about the time that uh, you were a butthole surfer in top five band names? How about the time that Fro tried a sexual experiment with his wife? Uh, <laughs> How about the time that you killed yourself with a pipe in the padded cell with top five game pieces? And uh, how about the time that, Matt, you killed Fro after Fro returned from the blip in the Avengers? Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Boom, those are my deaths. Done. Those are all of them? You just fucking bit on old deaths. You didn't do anything. I did top five. I did. I'm such a fan of deaths. I named five times that Fro and Matt died. That sucks. I hated that. Not nearly as fun as fucking Matt's, you know, lover boy. (laughs) Love her boy. Um, yeah, Matt. If you want to try to, if you want to try a karaoke song, I can pull one up for you. Oh no, 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 no. No, are you sure? <laughs> oh, I'm quite sure. Okay. Um, I hated that. <laughs> what did you hate the most about it? Everything. All five of it. All five things he said. Because you choked yourself out. I don't even I remember like that, that part. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true. Uh, no, that is true. I have a video of it. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, but I wasn't sure about his death. I don't remember that, but. Nonetheless, you, I hated you know all it, of that. You know it isn't true. The time Fro tried a sexual experiment with his wife, that's never happened. <laughs> Missionary every night. <laughs> hey, that's my bit. Logan, quit stealing our bits. You're stepping Mission, on all our That's what we call Missionary Matt. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I like that name. <laughs> yeah, his wife doesn't, though. <laughs> she actually hates it. <laughs> yeah, legitimately hates it. <laughs> all right, are we done talking about my sex life with my, my, my wife? Hey, that's my bit. <laughs> I know. Um, so obviously we have a lot of lists to get through, so we are just going to just launch into it. Um, That's fine. Mine's going to be hot trash, uh, because this was very hard for me to even grasp. So 
we can gloss over mine real easily. So that's fine. So remember I said I had like a mechanic that might help us get through the lists and everything like that? Sure. Um, yeah. So the the idea I have is let's treat these like 30 second elevator pitches, right? So you can kind of set up whatever world might be around it and then kind of give us the title of the campaign Ugh, at the titles? end. Shit. Wait, you didn't hell. have a title? No, I don't what know what the fuck do? I'm doing. Definitely no title. Is titles a thing in D&D campaigns? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. See, uh, I don't even know that. I played kinda, D&D yeah. three times, and for some reason, everybody stopped communicating with me about it, so that just kind of stopped happening. Uh, so I don't know. Oh, you have played D&D then? <laughs> I've, yeah, I played it for a little bit, and I also don't know what I was doing. Um, That's okay. You can't make it up as you go. Just roll dice yeah. and say, I, I hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's like ninety percent of it. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're an actual pro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, I had just have like small, small scenarios, and all that's right, about, about, about this, you bro? start. You do it because I want to go off of what you do. I'll all right, fine. I'll start. I'll give my number five. Let me pull up my list here. I'm afraid my cat's gonna jump on my leg and tear my legs apart. Uh, let's see here. Is that, that the title the... of the campaign? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled zero. On my cat destroyed my legs. <laughs> Uh, no, but side note, before I, I recorded this episode, I had, me and my wife had to shave, um, my older cat's ass because it was, uh, full of shit, so. Mm, yum. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. All right. There's so. an RPG campaign right there. <laughs> I can't believe I just talked about cats because it does actually reference <laughs> my first number five. Uh, all right. So, <clears throat> so I'm going to, uh, my 30 second, my quick little pitch here is, uh, uh, you're a. You're a group of young, sexy teens, okay? And you're you're going up to a mountain, and on that mountain there is a house, and the mountain is in a jungle, and the jungle has all these types of creatures, and there's a a legend about a man, but not any man, an ape man. Now, what do you have to do on this quest? He's lost. The ape man has lost his best friend, his number one companion, his compadre. So you have to solve the riddle of the ape man's cat. What? That's it. What? It's, it's the riddle of the ape man's cat. I would I would play the fuck out of that. Like, See? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Thank you, Ben. Ben, you're my favorite on the show, including Logan, because he's already been threatened to be muted once. Well, I, I feel like you're infringing on my gimmick now a little bit, because I'm a big Bigfoot fan, and I bring up cryptids in my list a little bit later, so I don't know, man. I I'm gonna hate it just because I can. <laughs> okay. All right. What's the What's the riddle though? Uh, you have to play the campaign, Matt, in order to f- yeah. solve the riddle. I'm not gonna just right. like listen. You can't just go in and look at through the book. You know, you can't just stand there in the the board game shop looking through the book of the campaign. You well, but you it. want us to solve the riddle, right? So you have to actually give me a riddle to solve. I can't listen. Yeah, you, okay. You, you sounds like you there. fucked up. Yeah. I didn't fuck up at all. I didn't fuck up at all. You want to play well, the campaign? Well, technically, technically, you won't really be solving the riddle. You'll just be rolling to see if you've solved it. You don't rolling. really you don't have to ask you anything, right? Yeah, thank you, Fro. <laughs> I'm just, like, I don't know. You got to roll. Your, you got to do your intelligence roll or maybe your perception roll. And then, like. Listen to this guy. He's played an D&D. insight roll. He's played D&D three times and he's fucking <laughs> a, a yep. goddamn professional. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you'll see, like, oh. You have a minus one modifier on it, and uh, 
you're not smart enough to figure out the the riddle. So, so end of your turn. What's the ape ape man's name? Uh, uh, lo- uh Logan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back on board. I yeah, love I lo- Logan the ape man. Yeah, <laughs> I am the ape man. Uh, yeah, Logan the ape man, and the cat's name is Chris. Chris. Chris the cat. <laughs> uh, but the cat's missing. Isn't that so sad? The ape man is very upset, and everyone's afraid of the ape man, and you just stumble upon it because the ape man is wandering through the jungle because you you didn't... He's looking for his cat. He doesn't normally let himself be seen. And also, he's not a Bigfoot, Logan. He's an ape man. So Okay. Um, it sounds like you don't know much about your Bigfoot lore, because like, if you go to China... Like, yeah? I'm going to well actually you here right now. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Uh, in China and in Vietnam, it's called the wild man of the jungle. The Bigfoots are. So, yeah. you know, ape man of jungle. Is it okay. Bigfoots and not Big Feet? It, it's Bigfoot. The big the plural for Bigfoot is Bigfoots. Thank you. So you, you learned it here. To me, the word wild could huh. really mean anything. So wild man of the jungle could be like a chicken man. Now, <laughs> could be is there a difference I'm on board, between actually. Like a Sasquatch and a Yeti in, the, in this lore? Uh, yeah, Yeti's from uh, Nepal and Sasquatch is from the Pacific the Pacific Northwest. Everyone needs to stop because I huh. said ape man. I didn't say <laughs> Yeti of I didn't see the Yeti's cat. I didn't see the Sasquatch's cat. It's the fucking ape man's cat. And I'm tired of you belittling the ape man. <clears throat> what about So is he more ape or more man? Listen, that is for him to decide. Top Ooh, half the ape? ape or bottom half ape. <laughs> He's he's split vertically. <laughs> so vertically. his dick is like half man, half ape. Yeah, <laughs> he's like man bear pig. Yeah, he's split vertically. <laughs> anyway, that's my number five. Can you imagine like the comb over on his dick though? <laughs> it's like the ape half into the human half. Imagine if the human half was bigger than the ape half. Actually, Logan, you like uh, ape dick. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, what uh, how different are they? Than man dick? Quit, quit quit reading my diary, Matt. Jeez. <laughs> Um, now I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> Quit posting it on Live Journal. About oh, damn it, ape dick. Uh, all right. Why don't somebody else go? I'm gonna Google ape dick. I, yeah, I definitely don't oh want to see God. Matt's Google search results. That's fine. Uh, better Matt. Actually, Fro, why don't you go? Now that you know me, what I do. me, yeah, you. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Um, uh, let me just rearrange some of this oh, stuff because it's bad. Oh, hold uh, on. I uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I googled ape dick size. Um, <laughs> listen to this: the average erect gorilla penis is three centimeters or 1.25 inches long. Huh? Not huh. getting a lot done with that. No shit. Really? Yeah. So I guess the guy. I guess the human half of the ape man's dick could be bigger. Good for him. <laughs> hey, you know what? Next time, next time yeah. you ever encounter an ape in the jungle, and you're like, "Oh shit, this thing could rip my arms apart." That's fine. Because you more than likely have a bigger dick than he does. Anyway, go ahead. <sighs> Is that Do I have for? to? Yeah, for all. I'll change it up for you. Why don't you give us your scenario, and then we'll come up with the title for you. I'm just going to go with the two-word uh, descriptions that I have for everything, and two that's the title. Words? As far as the... Yeah, I don't have a whole fucking story written down. I have a idea. <laughs> fine. Fine, 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 fine. Anyway, so... <clears throat> Uh, the scenario for this is you are a group of, uh, let's just say, for the sake of this, you're a group of nobles. Uh, you're a bunch of rich people with a bunch of rubles and 
coin sacks and whatnot. And somebody is sending out these scrolls. However, since you're royals, uh, you're not reading them yourself reading them yourselves, but somebody is sending them out and whoever is reading it to you, your servants or whatever, uh, they're being uh, haunted by the scrolls. It either kills you or it takes your dick off or puts a dick on you, you know, depending on who you are or if you now have two dicks. Um, and this is scary to the nobles. And so they all conspire, they come together, and they have to go find out where these haunted scrolls are coming from. And with that, you go on a quest through woods and swamps and bogs, and you are trying to find who is giving you this haunted scroll. And that is all I have. What is this? I'm playing you oh. off because you're going so long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was about the same amount of time as you. <laughs> what, you, you got a big cane that you're going to pull me off with? Just take your award and get out of here. All right, it's been real. Uh, thank you. Save the rainforest. So, um, so what would you call this one, Fro? It sounds like you got some... some like, I mean, the Haunted Scrolls is pretty on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> what? I, I bailed on what I was going to say because it is... Uh, it, it didn't sound offensive in my head, uh, and then I almost said it out loud, and then it was. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go with it. Oh, um, oh boy. <clears throat> it was going to be yourself. called Undocumented Spooks. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all uh, lost our job, so that's that's the end of us. Not me. <laughs> not you. Oh, no. Uh, um, well, that so I, I, in my head, I said it, and I was like, yeah, it seems fine, and then I pieced it together. I was like, nope, that's bad. And then I decided to stick with it. So, I mean, <sighs> despite the negative connotation of it, I do like that name as far as like, uh, I mean, yeah, like I said. It, it makes sense that you'd like it. Uh, but... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just painting you, uh, painting a picture of you. I don't know. It, it's whatever. Don't read too into it. All right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, undocumented spooks. Uh, it has to do with haunted scrolls. Makes sense, right? Documents. Yeah, I mean, Spook? I think I think you probably will win this week because that's classic fro right there. <laughs> classic fro. All right. Um, does anybody have any questions about Fro's campaign? Nope, not a one. Okay, nice. Nope. <laughs> no one wants clean to touch cut. That. I got. No I got a question. Sure. How do you, how do how do you differentiate between swamps and bogs? Uh, swamps don't have cranberries in them. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, you asked a question, you got an answer, Ben, so I hope it's uh, sufficient. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to enough. Google what a bog is. <laughs> and I think you're right. Uh, cranberries are in bogs, so. Yeah, I mean, that's all I know about bogs. And to wrap Fro up. Well, that, and I guess the, the cranberries, cranberries in their bogs probably also include zombie, wouldn't it? Or zombies? Um. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Get so yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Thank God Ben's here to help you out. No, it it no, it actually works because you know within that cranberry bog there's zombies and makes it even scarier because you weren't expecting that. You were just expecting. Oh no, I dropped stuff. Uh oh. I just love how Fro missed the joke there. <laughs> I got the joke. The band <laughs> yeah. zombie. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. You got it. All right. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out. <laughs>
<laughs> no, no, no. Hey, I may seem slow, but I do catch on. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Uh, <laughs> no, I caught on immediately. I knew what he was saying. All right. So, hey, here's a question. Does anyone like have like really Logan? Are your speakers in your headphones super loud? I, I turned them down once already. I can turn them down a little more. I'm just getting a little echoey uh, stuff. Somebody, somebody's mic is picking up their speakers. Uh, anyway, hot mic, hot mic. Uh, better, Matt. Um, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to go. No, no. Let's have one of these guys go. Let's see what they got. <laughs> okay, uh, Logan, Ben, <laughs> one of you two. Would you All like, right, would you like go. to go? All right, Logan will go. All right. Okay. I'm yeah. going to switch my list up a little bit because you went cats for your number five. So I also want to go my cat one for my number five. You don't want to go eight man? Uh, no, we're not, no eight man. We're going cat man here. No, all right. cats. Uh, all right. So this campaign, you're going to play as cats in a house. Uh, and then you have to like roll against like taking a nap on like a, a nice, nice, nice sunny spot in the window or uh, a nice fresh from the dryer uh, load of laundry. Um, and the whole time as you're doing this and napping, you have to run away from Alf. Remember oh the God. beloved? Yeah, Alf, you know, <laughs> alien life form. Yeah, Gordon Shumway from the planet Melmac. Yes, exactly. So you're running away from him because he's trying to eat you. And the name of the campaign is called Escape from Alf Catraz. <laughs> Bro, you just lost. I, I don't care. It's fine with me. <laughs> um, the only... I mean, he, he's just, I don't know if he knew this if he did research on you uh i know and he's really, really <laughs> blowing smoke he's uh, the... nobody else talks about elf besides matt uh oh, so dude i elf is the best oh, did you well... know like all the actors on the show fucking hated elf they're yeah. like i don't want to play second fiddle fiddle to a fucking puppet yeah and then the guy who played willie on the day that they filmed their last episode literally just they said cut and he picked up a duffel bag and left and never talk to anyone again <laughs> he just pieced out <laughs> yeah the show yeah he's like fuck this he literally just got up and left oh my well, god that's a I mean, what that's did, big energy what do, they, what do they think about just being on a show called elf like you knew what you were getting into the show's good was there a movie uh there was a movie where he got um like a com- couple years after the show ended there was a movie where you know he almost got to go home like like there were like he made contact with like some people that uh, people, so, some fellow Alf's, um, Melmacians, and they were going to come mm-hmm. pick him up, and like the government got caught wind of it, and it was like this like whole thing. Uh, but that, I think that was it. I gotta look it up. It was okay. It was okay. Um, Escape from Al- Alfcatraz. Escape from or Alfatraz. Alfatraz. Yeah, I think Alfcatraz is correct. Sure. But yeah, your kitties. You're away from Alf. <laughs> so my only. Not criticism, but I feel like this this has already happened um, once or twice here. What do you mean? Sorry, my cat was on my lap and just went to go jump off and <laughs> took my headphones with her. Uh, How did this already happen? Because I feel like I've seen it. I would much prefer a flat. If you put me in a flat, then I'd rather have a house. Is anyone familiar with the musical Cats? Mouse, no. Now, man, why would we? I mean, the cats aren't singing and dancing. Can they though? Like, if I wanted to play, could I? Oh, if you if you roll for dance, yeah, hell yeah, roll for dance. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Rum Tum Tugger? Yeah, dude. You're a Rum Tum Tugger. That sucks that I know that. I really (laughs) does. Why you don't want to know that? No, because cats is like an abomination of 
everything. No, like it pre- isn't. even previous to the movie no, it that just came not. out. It's it's such a stupid thing. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's fine. Fine? Fine. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good when I saw the play. Ugh, you actually saw the play? You fucking yeah, pussy. I am yeah, that's what I wanted to go see. Bunch of pussies. No, I guess it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. So wait, but what is this so Okay, the play cats, does that have to do with uh cats escaping uh from an alien that's trying to eat them? No, there's no plot in the in the musical cats. There, just, oh, then yeah, that makes it a good fucking musical then. <laughs> I mean, there isn't and there is. It's like they're all trying to like Don't try to fucking sell me on this bullshit, Matt. You're not going to fucking do it. Oh, well then why did you ask? listen, if you didn't want me Fuck to try you. to All right, here we go. All no, right. I'm talking to Logan right now. Logan. What's up? I muted Fro, so whatever he's saying, you can't hear him. So mm. I'm going to bring him back in, though. I'm sure he's going to be hooting and a hollering. What the fuck? Did you really mute me? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> ask your question to Logan. Yeah. Now I forget it because I got so fucking heated. <laughs> uh, no, I was saying, Logan, your pick is reasonable. has nothing to do so with the movie Cats. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll go fuck myself. No, Fro, keep asking your question. No, no, there's no question. Smoke it was weed just... every day. I hate you. I really smoke do. Smoke weed every day. What? You know what? Smoke, smoke, smoke weed every day. Okay. All <laughs> right. right. Fro. What? <laughs> Gay! Yeah, I walked into that one. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Logan, I think it's a halfway decent pick. Only I say halfway decent because it's your number five, and you'll have better ones coming up. Uh... Let's have Ben go. Thank you, Fro. Ben? You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying Ben, go ahead. Yeah, I liked it. I'm down for anything Cats related besides the actual musical, you know? What Thank am I, you. On an island here? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, Mute I didn't, yourself. I didn't know I was on a show with such uncultured swine. <laughs> Funny thing about swine. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> These two guys from Iowa. I mean, I'm from, from Iowa, yeah. So there you go. They have more pigs than people. You want you want to say the other fun fact we told you? Uh, uh, I don't remember it now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember. I got it. Uh, they had the very first uh, female superintendent. Oh, I think that was the money one. But all right. Oh yeah. Damn it. Fuck. Okay. I screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you fucked it up. See, you, ben, guys, you guys tried to play nice with Fro. You thought he was going to be your buddy, and then he just freaking let you down. So I'm still Team Fro at this point. Oh, come oh on. yeah. Wow. Jesus. All right, Ben, uh, what's your number five? <laughs> All right, so my number five is uh, kind of based on a series of comics that I read back in college called Manifest Destiny. So I- I'm real big into history, and the kind of the whole idea with the comics, it's like Lewis and Clark exploring West, and their official mission is to make it to the Pacific, but their unofficial mission is to like research all this paranormal shit that's out there and find a way to dominate it so Americans can manifest destiny their way west. And so um, this would take place like 20 years before the purchase of Louisiana, and all the party members would be French fur trappers that are basically out there trying to do like a similar mission, like go out there and explore the unknown, kind of Star Trek vibe, you know? And so they'd have to contend with like Native American tribes and like who to trust and who not to trust, as well as like different um, like American folklore, you know, that uh, that's kind of interweaved in the paranormal aspect. Did you ask about uh, Johnny Appleseed? I think he came later. Um, can he? Come I, I, I don't remember actually. I was thought. Hey, oh, can he come sooner? <laughs> I guess he can. 
But uh, but yeah, I read the comic. It's a really. I good think comic. it'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's I'm familiar with it's that a, comic. Better, Matt, do you know that? Uh, Image Comics, right? Yeah, I've seen yeah, it, it was but I've never read it. Yeah, it was like 2012. It was when I was working at the comic book store that came out. So it was a while ago. I've like heard of it, but I've never heard it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have. I think yeah, volume it's way one. Cool. It's pretty good. Uh, and so- the uh, the thing about it too is like all the paranormal stuff in the comic is actual American folklore. You know, like all this other shit that's out there is like vampires and werewolves and like all this stuff from Europe. And it's like this comic features American stuff, which is kind of cool. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Nothing like a good old American comic. <laughs> Uh, so he, I guess yeah. the only thing I know about uh, Lewis and Clark is one of them was Superman. <laughs> That's true, true fact. And the other was Superman's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Is that is that that? The same hey, thing? so on on the topic of Lewis and Clark, did you ever hear of their uh, the thunderclaps that they brought with? No, is this a uh, is this a real bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a real bit. So okay. get this, um, Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Just, you know, they're, they're getting all their shit ready to go west and uh, find the Pacific Ocean. And the, the uh, it was the Surgeon General at the time is a guy named Dr. Benjamin Rush. And he's the, uh, also the founder of American Psychology. And so he asks them, he's like, hey, what are you guys going to eat on your trip? And they're like, oh, meat. And he's like, you can't just eat all meat. What are you, crazy? You're going to get constipated to hell. And they're like, oh, what do you suggest? And so Dr. Rush comes up with these pills that are about the size of a gumball, um, and uh, they're they're called thunderclaps because they're fifty percent chalk and fifty percent mercury. Oh, and if you go to their manifest of the the shit that they actually brought with, they brought six hundred thunderclaps, and they had to eat one with breakfast every day. And uh, yeah, so like they would make you shit yourself so violently <laughs> that um, people nowadays, I've read, are going around and finding mercury deposits from where the group crapped that day, and they're using that to trace a day by day trip of L- the Lewis and Clark journey. That is such a wild fucking fact. (laughs) Isn't that nuts? (laughs) That's crazy. You know who would love that information? Max from Anachronismo, I think. Oh, yeah. He probably, if he didn't already know it, he would love, he would very much be a fan of that. That is a fucking wild ass thing. Fro, do you think? Sometimes history is stranger than fiction, you know? Crazy. Fro, Fro, if you crapped on a route... How would they track you? Like, what would they look for in your deposits? Hot dogs? I mean, I'm not just full of hot dogs. Uh, well, you got to remember, like, so, I mean, I'm doing better now, but I'm also like a sometimes every four days type of pooper. So there's going to be a lot of stuff in there. Jesus. Jesus. I remember. I, I makes saw, it harder to track. Yeah, makes it harder to track. Like, True. Oh, he, uh, he covered a lot of ground this day. He's like, no, that was four days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the title of this campaign? All right, so since everyone's going to be fur trappers and it's dealing with like this alternate reality, it would be fur real. Oh man, <laughs> fur real. My list sucks in comparison. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a D and D question. Sure. Is every campaign name you- a pun? No. When you're with Ben, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I- yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Unequivocally, yes. Uh, awesome. Uh, better, Matt. Okay. So when we said horror RPGs, I, I, I base a lot of mine on uh, like horror movies. So this is like a horror movie trope. 
Uh, so you're a group of teenagers, and you are lost somewhere in the southern backwoods. Are these sexy and, teenagers? Uh, I, I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right after you finish playing yours, Matt, you can play this one. And Sweet. Um, Matt loves a good underage girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Matt loves uh. a bad underage girl. <laughs> so, uh, so underage girls. Thank you very much. And uh, so this family uh, invites you in, and it turns out that they are, uh, you know, the the classic backwoods serial killer family. You know, uh, Texas Chainsaw, Hills Have Eyes style. Yeah. Uh, what did you come up with? Uh, that you play this. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That you play it. <laughs> well, what's the name of it? Nailed it. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's <laughs> the Hills Have Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Nice, dude. That was good. <laughs> I, I don't even like. I don't even. I mean, Rob Zombie hate that name. <laughs> the hills have Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I mean, I guess it kind of works. That would it honestly absolutely be absolutely works. That would honestly be an awesome mashup movie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same thing. <sighs> I kind of want to see that. To be honest, <laughs> I think Matt accidentally stumbled into something funny or purposefully <laughs> funny. I don't know if it's funny. It's actually pretty. Fairly cool. Oh wow! I didn't want to. I didn't want to drop the c word. Okay. All right. I, I never get props from Fro. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Fro. What? Um. Do you, is there anything Take else you want to uh, compliment Matt for? No, absolutely not. You you've ruined it. I can't compliment him anymore. Uh, your campaign sounds very average at best. Okay. It'd be so much fun. Would it? Are, are no. you playing the victims or the murderers? The victims. Okay. Yeah. So you got to try to survive and you got to kill them or are you just surviving? Uh, you know what? You, you decide, right? As the player, you can kill your captives. You can escape them. But then are they going to come back after you? There's a lot of, you know, RPG-ness. Say can saving throw. Can you with the monsters? Uh, if you roll for love, yeah. That, yeah, roll for love. Okay. Charisma roll, right? Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I'm just Let me pull right up my along. D&D Beyond. So I'm going to go my number four. Uh, so my number four is uh, it's a world where consumption has gone too far and everyone has just discarded like you buy everything you throw it away and there's like literal like grime and garbage everywhere. It's essentially just like post-apocalyptic just garbage world. Uh, however, there is rumor afoot that there is one island where the where people still clean up after themselves, and that's and it's a it's a it's a a, a journey to get to that island is essentially what you're playing through, uh, and along that journey, uh, you come across just dirty ass people, just gross people, not monsters. They're just filthy human beings and they have become diseased and their minds are going and they just want to touch you and and you don't want to be touched good touch or bad touch uh depends on the role i'll say uh <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then, i have a quick question matt uh, while you're going into this while you're describing it uh so you are currently those trashy people though right you're yeah 
you're you're currently the trashy people, but you want better for yourself. You gotcha. Have like a, you have like an epiphany where it's like you hear about the rumors and you you just decide to believe that they must be true. So you decide to go on a journey to go find it. But you yeah, you're also filthy. Like you can. So why like, are people attacking you? Because uh, they just attack everybody. Because it's just it's just bedlam. It's just chaos. Oh, okay, it's just chaos. So there's no real like oh you're one of us. You're trash. Don't not be trash. Uh yeah yeah it's like a hive mind situation. Okay. It's almost like a it's almost like a class system where it's like you, you know they they don't want people to 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 be, to be clean is to be thought of as like uh you know like a like a one percenter essentially. <laughs> I'm making a okay. real bad a real bad correlation here. Uh, who's the final boss of this campaign? Who's the final boss of this campaign? Yeah. Wait, do campaigns have final bosses? They can. Yeah. They sure. Can. Uh, a lot of times, bad evil dude. So the final boss of this is um, a huge mon- it's not a monster, but a, it's a really big, really big guy who's just covered in milk cartons, like cardboard <laughs> milk cartons. <laughs> uh, you know what would be good? Yeah. If he had all the missing children on him. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll just. I was leading up to that, but no, you fine. aren't. Yeah. You know what? I'm changing it. That's the that's the second to last final boss because uh, Pro <laughs> ruined it. The real final boss would be a guy who's even bigger than that, and he's covered. Uh, he's covered in old mayonnaise jars. Oh, you know, it'd be awesome. Yeah. If uh, it wasn't Hellman, so it was like store brand. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I didn't have anything for that one. Your, I'm sorry. Your level of awesome is is low bar. Anyway. So yeah, let me just let me yeah. just ask: Is his primary weapon a miracle whip? <laughs> oh no! All right, you know what? I like Ben. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so that's the second to last final boss now, because the real final boss is got even bigger. He's even bigger, and he's covered. Uh, he's covered in um, old cheese. You know he's going to have something for this, right? It's covered in old cheese. I don't know if he's going to have anything. I'm going to move on before he can think of something. Um, anyway, so if you defeat that boss, um, then you can you can uh, you discover the land in your quest for sanitation. Is that the name of the uh, campaign? Uh, yeah, let me give it again. In your quest for sanitation. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> So did that now we're talking. <laughs> is, is it the plot of Wally? I haven't seen Wally, but that sounds like Wally. That's <laughs> uh, it's yeah, Matt. What did you come up with in this? Guess no, oh, I, nothing. I came up with <laughs> how this. is this horror? How, what do you mean? This dirt people? <laughs> it's because you're being attacked. It's just you're scary. a dirt person. <laughs> I'm not. I took a shower today. <laughs> yeah, but you're playing around in your lawn all day. Not today. Water in the grass? Did you water the grass? No, not today. I was talking about it earlier. I can. Uh, I'm down to like a every other day watering at this point. Ugh, such a boring. What from? You know, I'm just. I'm just from like a, from like a DM standpoint. I'm just envisioning like you finally beat the gigantic cheese boss, and there's like this epic escape scene where you're sliding down garbage and stuff, and like you have a little hot air balloon made of used trash bags, and because uh, you know once he explodes, de- debris will be everywhere. Oh, I don't think Fro will get that one, but I got it. Fro, you get it? Uh, um, no. Uh, Fro, do you know that Brie is a cheese? Oh, <laughs> now I got it. 
So, Ben, let me help but you out psh. here. Um, <laughs> I was still on the Miracle Whip thing. Yeah, if it's not like a real like one to two like like punchline, Fro's gonna Fro's gonna have a real hard time with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I like it now. It's cool. <clears throat> Did you I get like it? it now? It's cool. I got it. I fucking got it now, okay? Yeah, you explained it to me. If it doesn't involve ape dick, Fro's not going to get it. That's yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> anyway, that's I barely f- bit on the ape dick thing earlier. Don't bite the ape dick. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my number four, Fro. Was it me? Shit. Uh, okay, so uh, this campaign takes place in the medieval times. And again, and this is, there is a big plague out there in the world uh rats reign supreme it's like pigs in iowa but it's now rats and uh rats are just feeding on everything and there's a plague everywhere like you get so sick from these fucking rats however these rats uh they will every now and then uh ooh, thank you uh these jolly rats will every now and then uh you know, bite somebody while they're sleeping, and when they bite, they just kind of gnaw, 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 and go inside of people. So they are rat parasites, and they take control of the bodies. So you are attempting to survive this rat parasite world and find the last rat king, uh, and defeat him, and all the other rats will disappear. Uh, yeah, and then. One of the characters is always a bard playing this song in the background. Are they playing this song? Yeah, they're playing this song. Okay. I think he's it, so it's like a, the the rats are like controlling people like little mechs. Yes, yeah, little mechs. Think of like the uh, or giant mechs. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. Think of the, like the little alien in Men in Black inside that old guy. Like that's what they look but like. But it's a rat. But it's a rat now, not an alien. I, I'm, I'm on board. See? <clears throat> so rat parasites um, is essentially the kind of overall gist of it. Um, is that the name of it? Rat parasites? No. Um, the rat pack? Nah, I don't want to go with that. I'm trying to like... Uh, rat tattooey? It's it's feces Ooh. or famine. That's it. <laughs> feces or famine? <laughs> yeah. Those are your only two options. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I just think of when I think of rats, like I think of the, poop. It's like those are like roll feces. Oh shit! Literally. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, one? so no, I didn't. Jesus Christ! This is painful, bro. Well, painful. I only I only partially heard it because I was looking at something. Oh Jesus Christ! I heard the word feces, and that's it. That's you know, it. I'm sorry. He said you could do like a like a Pacific Rim type with it, where the rats it's like a the rats like a human mech suit, except it's like to a rat it's a mech suit, but it's just a dude that's under control of a rat, and you could have like a fucking brawl. Hell yeah! I mean, that's definitely going to happen. Did you mean for that to happen, Fro? Well, yeah, I said that they're going to like kind of control the person, like they're not they're not in control fully. Um, they're a parasite. Did you think of this because of the Rat King from Ninja Turtles? I did not. Hmm. Can you? However, do a... he well, he doesn't like infect people with his rats. No, Matt. Can you do your Rat King? Can I do him? Yeah, your Rat King voice. Um, I don't think I remember what he sounds like. No, you've got this. I've done this before. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, god damn it. Uh, fuck, fuck if I know. Just do a scary voice and talk about killing the turtles. I'll kill you, turtle. <laughs> sure, that that's it? good enough. I think that was it. Anyways, my number four, feces or famine. Feces Yummy. Feces or famine. Uh, well, hold on. I got the Rat King right here. See what it sounds like. Oh, turtles. Oh, my God. I fucking nailed it. I told <laughs> you. you. <laughs> my army of rats. You're no match for my good. army of rats. Doesn't he dress like a mummy? Um, yeah, he's kind of mummy-ish. He's got yeah, the bandages around his face for no reason. <laughs> yeah, but he's ripped. <laughs> he is huge. trained by Splinter, a true ninja master. I see. And what is he, a uh, salamander? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So the guy who's a rat king, right? Here's the name Master Splinter and thinks that he's a salamander. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just another reptile, so yeah, it could be anything. <sighs> Fuck you guys! I'm sick of this shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, who's next, Logan? Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. So my number four. Um, I'm a bit of a, a history nerd like Ben, although not to the degree because I'm not a teacher like Ben. But this involves World War One. Um, so. Uh, during the trench wars of World War One, there were uh, stories of a lot of paranormal activity happening on during the trenches. Um, and one instance even said, like, during the Battle of Somme, um, there was this, like, 20-foot smoke wraith monster that would, like, rip the Germans apart before the battle happened and stuff. So, in this campaign, you're just a, a trench soldier trying to avoid giant smoke monsters and ghosts. And then, uh, you know, maybe an angel comes down and, like, saves you or something. Uh, so, yeah. And then you try to avoid bombs and whatnot. I... I I'd be down for a World War One trench game. So that's that's the that's the premise. <sighs> what <sighs> is the name? I don't have a pun for this one. Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not super punny like Ben. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I don't know. J- j- trench to trench instead of jungle to jungle. Trench to trench. Oh, I thought it was gonna be <laughs> instead of ass to ass from uh, Ruckrim for a dream. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that instead. To ass. Um, trench to trench. <laughs> Let's see. What do you think happens if I look for trench music? <laughs> trench music? Yeah. I just think Nothing? of my nails. Um, trench, trench, trench Reznor? Re- yeah, Trench Reznor. Uh, hold on. There's a channel. Probably, a, probably channel a, lot of, a lot of screamo, considering. It says uh, trench music underground gutta music. What do you, it's going to uh, be rap. You think so? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Here we go. Trench Music uploaded a video. This was two days ago. It's Zabo X Durko equal Law and Order. Let's see what this sounds like. <laughs> oh. Is this the Law and Order thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think we just discovered something yeah, awesome. Oh, I thought the whole beat was going to be so slow. Oh, me too. Well, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, is there is there anything? Um, is it like actual countries that are in this war? Or yeah, I mean, you could just straight up do it as World War One, or you can just make up your own and call it like what, the no? land of tits and honey, or whatever. Versus Ooh. like big dick vania. I don't know where I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> well, the country's the country is a uh, big dick. Big 
I don't Come know on, what you bro. said anymore. Come on, bro. I, you got it. I don't remember anymore. I'm done. I'm forget it. Forget it. I'm forget it. Shut up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. I'm gonna just bow out. Bye, Fro. All right. See Bye, ya. Fro. <laughs> Click. Uh, <laughs> nice sound effect. Thank you. Um. Okay. Trench war. Into the smoke trench monster. to trench. So, uh, so you are. Oh, we can just call this one smoke weed every day. Smoke monster. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> smoke That's trench good. every yeah. day. Smoke trench every day. All right, Who's next. controlling the smoke monster? A country? The DM would. Oh. Well, like, is it? So you're obviously it's a world. It's a world war. That's what you're kind of saying. You're yeah. a country going uh, against another country. So but is it like? Actual... Is, I'm kind of yeah, curious. The actual if the smoke monster <laughs> is. Sorry, we. <laughs> Why don't you let him talk, bro? Uh, okay, <laughs> the, you go. The actual paranormal thing is that the trench monster was just like an omnipotent being that just came down to fuck shit up. So, gotcha. You know, it could be from Dick, Dick, Big Dick Vania, though. Ah, that's what it was. I think I want to be in Tits and Honey. <laughs> you know, maybe the line of Tits and Honey? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that one. I do like honey. Honey is. I, I like honey more than I But think you hate I tits. I hate tits. Hate them. They're wonky. They're they're stinky. What tits are you dealing with? What, like the, I mean, every, every, literally everything has a. Tit. They're like the butt of the chest, man. Come on. Yeah, there's two. What what tits are you dealing with? I don't know, bro. You can't talk to anyone about tits. You won't even tit fuck your wife. Yeah, but there's no stinkiness involved in that. I mean, that you're aware of. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? You never. I seen, guess so. You never seen it. You never even touched a tit. That's not true. Oh yeah, I've been known to squeeze some titties back in my day. Oh, bro, oh. if you like, if you like tits, so guy much, tits don't five. count though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've, I mean, I've squeezed a few male tits, but hey, actually, while what? on the topic of tits, um, I'll just tell Logan and Ben this story. I've told it on the show, but uh, I just want to remind everyone: I lived with Fro for a, a, like ten years. I knew him like six years prior to that. I, I've I've known Fro a long, long time, and he never took his shirt off. Ever because he claimed he said that he didn't take his shirt off because his nipples were too low. He that was like no bit, no joke. His like genuine genuine insecurity was that he said like his nipples were super low. And yeah, just, dude, they were like pretty much touching my ankles. That's what he said. And I live with him. <laughs> I never, I never saw him with his shirt off ever. And then one day during a wrestling theme party we were throwing, we were all dressing up like wrestlers. And Fro dressed up like Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Oh my god! And he came out shirtless, and it like blew my fucking mind because I'd never seen him without a shirt for like literally seventeen years almost. So and you were never able to titty fuck Fro. No. However, I was like, I look just a fucking normal person, nothing out of the ordinary at all. So I don't know, I don't know how Fro thought his own nipples were too low. I don't know where that. That stigma came from with him. Body image issues, dude. Everybody's got it. I guess, but you, you know, you literally said like you like, claim your ass is like I don't claim tiny nothing. and flat. It is tiny and flat. Is anyone debating you got the Hank that? Hill ass? I do. Yes, exactly. Logan gets <laughs> Logan gets it. All right, why don't you marry him, Matt? Jesus Christ! I might. I might. I might just marry Logan. I mean, I'm married now, but I'll, I can get around that. I can I can be your your brother husband. Thank you, <laughs> brother husband. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right, yeah, so moving on. Who's next? Was it Ben? Yeah. All right, Ben, you're up. I think so, yeah. All right, so the set. So imagine the setting for this one. It's Chicago, the year 1893. Um, it's the year of the World's Fair. They called it the Columbian Expedition because it was the 400-year anniversary of Columbus reaching the West Indies. Um, and this is like a, it's like a cultural milestone for America. It's like the year of firsts, you know, like the first Ferris wheel gets debuted at the World's Fair that year. Uh, Wrigley's chewing gum gets debuted. Tesla and Edison are both there. You know, um, it's like the like all of America is exposed to this like Asian culture that they just didn't know about. And meanwhile, there's a murderer going around killing like upwards of 80 short, petite, blonde women. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, the players play as like, Chica- you can either be like Chicago PD, you could be a private investigator, you could be a Pinkerton detective, you know, for your character and stuff. And, uh, the first part of the adventure, you'd go around and look at all these actual murders that happened and get like the dossier. And eventually you'd be able to put, you know, you get like clues and shit and you'd put it together and, uh, it would culminate in basically a, a dungeon crawl through the uh, the establishment of H.H. H. Holmes, who's regarded as, like, America's first real serial killer. Dungeon Crawl to the Myrtle Castle? It f- sounds pretty dope. Yeah. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. Huh. That's actually I actually... Good. Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I wish... I don't... Were well, you so upset that you like it so much? Yes, because I want to play it. Because <laughs> it sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the title is uh, "White Lies in the Death Nasium." <laughs> That's so, good. So, how do we fund this? How do we make this a thing? Well, we each have Discord. <laughs> we just play on Discord. Bam. Done. Yeah, we can do GURPS or Genesis RPG. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. Discord? I'm down. What's Discord? Is that what you said? That's what he said. <laughs> Better man, is that a is that a work or a shoot? I forget which one is work and which one's shoot. Uh, <laughs> shoes, shoes for real. Work is uh, a <laughs> fake. It's a work. It's a- okay. I don't know because I that was. I mean, there's a good chance that you didn't know what Discord was. I mean, Should I've never GURP? used it or been on it. But yeah, what's GURP? Uh, GURPS is a uh, another. It- yeah. Oh, you can go, with Ben. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's uh, so it's made by Steve Jackson Games, same same guys that make like Munchkin and Zombie Dice. It's their version of an RPG, and it's a generic universal role playing system. So it's one set of core rules that can fit any genre. Like I've run uh, paranormal, I've run ancient Roman history, I've run futuristic sci fi, space tech. You know, like you name it, it can do it. Huh. Hmm. That's actually. Okay. Yeah, it's way more open than D and D because D and D is usually like medieval times, right? Oh, I think that's what kind of takes me out a lot of times for D and D. The medieval aspect of it, kind of. I don't really care about medieval stuff overall. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would, I would much rather play through uh, this game <coughs> than like uh, traditional D and D. I, I like, I like I this though. It. I like Thank the idea you. of <laughs> being in Chicago and like being detectives and like doing the RPG elements of that. Uh, in a, you know, I guess a more modern Saturn set setting. Yeah, I would also like to play in a more modern. Totally. Saturn. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a good one. Damn, that's good. What was it? White lies in the what? Thanks. Deathnasium. White lies in the deathnasium. Yeah, I dig it. Better, Matt. Go ahead. 
Okay. <laughs> Follow my, that. Uh, so my number four is uh, you are a family in a haunted house, right? Yeah. Creepy shit's happening, and you're playing this all on a Ouija board, right? So like the the whoever's running the game can run the Ouija board and send messages to you about what's happening through a spooky Ouija board. And, uh, you know, chaos ensues. <sighs> All right, I'll go. Sigh. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> uh, any questions? That was it? That? Any questions? Yeah, my question is, that was it? That's it. That's all. That's, uh, that's everything. Haunted house, Ouija board, haunted RPG. Nailed it. All right. So I, I feel like there's a lot of there, there's totally like a lot of story potential there though you know ben, ben, don't because be nice like you could have it be no but for real you could have it be like they get haunted by an entity that like pretends to be their friendly grandma you know and kind of segue from like Ouija board to paranormal activity you know yeah but he should have said that yeah, yeah. why didn't you say that Matt oh oh well, yeah we can have Ben just make your list for you. Better yeah. <laughs> ben, um, I'm going to text you my list, and you can just punch it up for me a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, good. Hey, Matt. Which one, me? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's better, Matt. You're Matt. Okay, yeah. I like these two guys. These Logan and Ben, they're all right in my book. There you go. That's a, hey, that's, a, that's a high... <laughs> Thank uh, you. From one Santa comedy. to another. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, awful Santa. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So I'll I'll just move on for the sake of time. <laughs> Please. I mean, it's just it's just like classic haunted house. I mean, I I I love a good classic haunted house, but um, but the Ouija board, the Ouija, the Ouija board. That's where that's where the spice comes in. That's right. Nailed it. Um, the scary spice. Okay, so this one takes Melby uh, baby. <laughs> all right this one takes place on a ship right so this one takes place on like an old ship like a like a classic uh schooner like, sails, like a schooner a bigger boat than that wow and things like that a dinghy uh, however chinese junk china yep whatever that is and <laughs> you you're just trying to uh the the ship that you're on starts to veer off into different directions and you realize you, you're no longer in control of the ship. Okay? And then further investigation reveals um, like different parts of the ship have like um, anthropomorphic um, things about them. Like you discover like an eyeball like, like, like a big one and then you realize that the, the ship itself has become uh, a being and it is, and then you learn about the the old sea tale or the sea the, the sea legend of uh, Gurgloid, and Gurg and now Gurgloid the demon has possessed the ship that you're on, and you have to fight for survival, and you have to try to regain control of the ship and essentially uh, exercise Gurgloid from the ship in a fun romp. That I call Gurgloid's Gully Hole. <laughs> Hold on, Gurgloid. let me let me hit that again. Gurgloid's Gully Hole. There we go. That punched it up. All right. So the <laughs> ship is the demon. It did. Yes, you're you're like on the ship. It's like a it's like a space odyssey, but on a ship. 
Oh, David sense. Bowie. Ooh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to play on something where, because you're, you're you're on a ship, right? You can't like really escape. You have to, you have to manage everything everywhere. There's no. Now you didn't say how far into the ocean it was. It could still be at the dock, right? No, bro, it can't. You didn't say the, that. I you're, I figured that it was implied. Usually, when people say "Hey, on a ship," no one's like "Hey, you're on a ship, but it's like docked. You can just get off whenever you want." You know what happens, Matt, when you assume. Do you? Get the f- I just muted him. <laughs> I just muted you him. make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I muted Logan. Anyone else? Anyone else want to correct me? Huh? All right. I'm going to let you two back in. I don't want to hear any more corrections. Is Logan is pro. Hello? 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 Hello. Yeah, you're back. Here's the deal, Matt. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't you ever fucking mute Logan again. Okay? Okay? Uh, Did you mute me? No, you're still here. <laughs> Hello? Anybody hear me? Don't ever mute Logan again. <laughs> yeah. Logan is all right in my book. Don't bring him down because of me. Hey, he's my brother husband. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You know what? I fucking love that term. Brother husband? It's very funny. Uh, um, okay, so for the sake of this, your boat is out at sea. Yes. So okay. To, to clarify that, you're out at sea. You, you can't escape. The seas are are rough. You can't just. So there's, there's no, no lifeboats. There's no dinghy. There's no nothing. You can't get off of it. You gotta you gotta exercise the demon with what you find on the ship. Okay. But so what kind of exercise? The, the ship is so. Demon. So why would he have his own exorcism tools inside of him? That's you discover it in the campaign. Oh, okay. You just use this like. Uh, you know, every mm-hmm. demon is its own un- has uh, the capabilities of its own undoing. That's canon. It sure is. And once again, Gergloid's Gully Hole. You ever? Smell I think a it'd gully be hole? fun to play like. <laughs> it sounds Sorry, unpleasant. <laughs> no, I think it'd be fun to play like a musician on the ship. That kind of gets drawn into it, and you could be like, like your character's goal is to find what key all the sea shanties are sung in, oh. just to find out at the very end that they're all in high C. You know what? Ben's all right in my book. I like Ben. <laughs> really hit you in the, the funny bone, huh, Fro? Oh, my God. Absolutely. I like that one. I got that one. I could tell. <laughs> he, only, he only had to walk you along at the whole way. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's my number three. So, Fro? <clears throat> uh, all right. So, my number three is... Um, so, this one, uh, it's a small twist. Is uh, It's a five-person campaign. Maybe six. Depends. Uh, and you are actually... Uh, your classic monsters. You are playing as, you know, your Dracula, your Wolfman, your Frankenstein, so on and so on. Um, and y- your whole thing is you just want to be left alone. However, uh, people are upset at your existence. So you are trying to band together in order to get away from scared humans. Yep. <laughs> and so... People are trying to monster mash you, and you're not into it. So your whole deal is to boogie out of uh, the village and to get to safety. Um, 
you know, trying to throw your, you do your dexterity throws in order to dodge, uh, uh, what do you call it? Flaming torches. If you're the mummy, uh, you're or Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Um, you know, somebody shoots a silver bullet your way when you're the Wolfman. You gotta get out of the way. So uh, another dexterity, <laughs> dexterity throw uh, or whatever. Listen, somebody shoots something at you. Hey, guess what? You gotta get out of the way. <laughs> what a but, uh, throw. Yeah, well. Hey. You know, you could fail to roll and get shot in the arm. And you lose your arm for a little bit until you find uh, safety and you rest overnight and your arm is back to normal HP. Isn't that um, a new board game is essentially this? I think I there know. is. Uh, horror movie. If you're thinking of horrified, no, you're attempting to kill the monsters. Oh, okay. That might be it. <clears throat> um, but you are you are the monsters uh, in this. So you know, obviously, each person has their own certain traits. The mummy can only move so many spaces. Uh, fucking whatever. Uh, Dracula's got a high charisma. Frankenstein strength. This and that. So each person really has their own uh, setup. Uh, the mummy actions. really gets the short end of the stick there because, like Wolfman, yep. badass. He can lick his own balls. He's furry. Yeah. You know, uh, Frankenstein's strong, but like mummy is like <laughs> I move slow. Yeah, mummy doesn't have much. Like, yeah, but, uh, I mean, the mummy. I don't know. I mean, it's essentially just like a strong zombie, right? Yeah. Are they strong? Like, uh, yeah, kind of. I've seen a lot of Scooby Doo, and like just one tug on the on the the, the paper or the the bandages, and they they get sends them spinning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's not. He's not particularly uh, good. So a lot of people are usually protecting him. He has the ability to. Uh, just track down one person, though. Like he's kind of somebody found his artifact, so he's usually going after that one person. I would, I would genuinely make the argument potentially. This is like this is a shoot that out of the classic like monsters. I think the mummy might have the might the, an, argu- an argument could be made that the mummy might be the most visually uh, terrifying. Um, I think I'd be more afraid of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Be more afraid uh, of Frankenstein. I don't know. Something I, I think, but Frankenstein to me is like uh, not that it's not scary, but it's like scary for like the obvious reasons of it, like being like a like a like a like a large looming monster, like a powerful being that could just like break me in half. But like a mummy is just like I don't want to be in a room ever with the mummy, just because he's creepy. Yeah, it's like it's creepy looking. Like it's just decrepit, and it's like things are covered with stinks. bandages. He probably stinks like a tit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you know that's fair. I can see that. He's got like a like a deflated balloon fla- face, you know. Yeah, it's gross. Cuz they're like, all you, like mummified and shit. Yeah. Are you equally afraid of burn victims? Um <laughs> I am now. <laughs> you know, all the bandages. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a bandage thing. I don't know. That I just wanted to, to chime in. I better bandage Matt. than bondage. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my uh, campaign. Uh, I'll just say it's called Universal Fear. <laughs> okay, good. Good what? job, Fro. Nothing. I said good job. Jesus Christ. There was a little bit behind that. There was some, there was a motive behind that. Jeez, you're so suspect. Uh, Logan? My turn? Okay. Um. All right. Setting is 1967. You're in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. You hear a lot of 
odd, high strangeness, creepy sightings around the town. You're playing a town person or a cop or a sexy librarian, what have you. Uh, and mm. you, you hear reports of this creepy flying silhouetted seven foot tall monster that has red eyes and anyone who sees it gets pink eye. And there's reports Whoa. of aliens calling people and saying, what up? You know, do you have Prince Albert in a can and shit? Um, and then you have to eventually learn that the bridge is going to collapse in town, the silver bridge. So you have to stop it and you have to like, you know, fight off the Mothman and whatnot. And, you know, maybe take him out for a nice dinner or something like that. Hang out with him, you know, find out what makes him tick. Is he, is Mothman there to warn the city of the bridge or is he there to cause the collapse of the city or the, the bridge? Huh? So and the title would be called uh rush to save silver bridge. Okay. Sweet and to the point. Would, would you get to meet his parents? Absolutely. If, you know, if you take him out for a nice seafood dinner, you can meet his mom. Yeah. <laughs> and never call her again. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then never call her back. <laughs> the mom? The yeah. Moth mom? Moth mom? Moth. 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 Mom man? Mo- mom man. Wouldn't it just be, wouldn't it just be mother? <laughs> Mothra? No, <Yeah>. mo- mother. <laughs> mother. There it is. I love that. We spent a lot of time. On that. We just spent a lot of time on the show <laughs> verbalizing the 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 marriage of moth and mother. Even though the word is in mother. <laughs> All right. We're still doing mother. it. This mother. is this is the show, everybody. You're listening to this. If you're like this way this far in, this is what you came for. Hey, you gotta start getting good three hundred and some odd episodes in, right? Eventually. Um so is this I'm assuming this is obviously based off of the idea of the Mothman. Yeah. So if anyone listens to my other shows, they'll learn that I'm a, I have a huge dick for Mothman. I love Mothman. Really? Yeah. I have a big ape dick for Mothman. Uh, like a one, one inch, one and a quarter inch dick? <laughs> one and a quarter inch dick for Mothman. I have a one and a quarter inch dick for like demon possession. Films. For real. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> See, they liked it. Fuck you, Matt. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, good one, Fro. Yes, you're welcome. I can't wait for your next one to go. You're gonna have a real fun time with it. Mm. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite uh, so, Mothman? On, on, on the the earlier. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Ben. My joke was stupid. It wasn't even a joke. It was, it was oh. dumb. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was just going to ask. So you got the Mothman. Say you do go home and meet his parents. Is one of them human and the other one's just a moth? Um, As as the DM, I feel I would probably improv that in the moment. Maybe maybe one, both would be moth moths. And then he would just, you know, get in his radioactive fluid or something. Or, or oh, maybe one is... Uh, human and then like their last they're actually jewish and their last name is mothman (laughs) (laughs) see because i I was figuring like it'd be kind of like i don't like it'd be kind of silly like you go and like come for dinner honey and there's like a moth and then just like a dude named rick (laughs) he's like tell us about your day today at the bridge uh he'd have such a dusty dick after A lot of dick talk on this episode. <laughs> hey. Hey, yeah? Why not? 
I, I don't know. Maybe that's probably a reason. There's probably an answer to that question. You know who hasn't like said fuck all in like 10 years is better Matt. Ten he's attempting years. to come up with his number two. Uh, no. No, he's on number three, first of all. <laughs> he's, tr- he's jumped ahead. He's already abandoned number three. I've already uh, given up on it. That's a... Uh, all right, good one. We just move along. We just what was the name of it again? Uh, race to save what Silver Bridge? Uh, I, I made up on the spot something Silver Bridge. Rush to save Silver Bridge sounds like a Disney movie. It could be a Disney movie. Yeah, call that dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's move along for uh, Ben. Time Sanks. Sanks. I'm gonna be over here. Go ahead, Ben. All right. So. Um, this idea is kind of adapting the prologue of a book that I read that was really good. It's a sci-fi book called uh, A Fire Upon the Deep by Werner Vinge. And so kind of just to like like to set up the context of it. So the way in his book that he describes the universe, it's like a like a sphere that keeps growing outward. And so the closer you get to the center, things get like dumber to the point where in like the very core of the universe like there's no life possible, you know? And then as you get further out, you get to like the slow zone, which is where earth is like where we have sentient life, but also we're not going to have AI. We're not going to have faster than light travel. We're not going to have nanobots, that kind of thing. And then when you get out to beyond like that section further out from the universe, that's where you have all that futuristic sci-fi techie stuff. It's like the further out you get, the smarter you get and the better technology you get. And then there's a line where it's beyond the beyond, which is like super intelligence, aliens, where they have like all these nefarious purposes that we just can't even comprehend with our dumb little human brains, you know? And uh, so anyway, with that being said, in the prologue of the book, um, there's a mining company that goes out. They found an asteroid loaded with, um, I forget what resource, but it's beyond the beyond, like just over the line into super intelligence territory. So all the players would play as like a miner or some kind of person that's in this mining group. And uh, they find this asteroid and start mining it. And uh, pretty much they, they, they dig and they dig and they dig. And underneath the surface, they find a, a computer that is 5 billion years old, like birth of the universe old, you know. And so uh, they, you know, like the, the head miners, like, holy shit, we just stumbled on a gold mine. This is amazing science. You know, and they turn on the computer and start like data mining all the information from back in the Dizay, not knowing that they just woke up an artificial intelligence that was basically doomed there, like it was hidden there. So no one would. And so in the book, like two thirds of the prologue is told from the perspective of this five billion year old AI that just woke up. And uh, yeah, so it'd be kind of like a like a creeping horror, like things are out of place, you know, as this AI starts to take over more more and more of the facility and it would turn into like this escape from this uh, this presence that can just snap its fingers and turn the ai or turn the life support off or uh, drain the fuel out of the ships or whatever you know kind of a people versus machine type i feel like mm-hmm. we should just like say our list real fast so we can get back to ben for another like actual good one <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to like bogart it or anything. I just no. I, I put a lot of you know. It's no, they're they're <laughs> no. That's like an yeah. that's another actual like interesting good one. Ben, you have a passion for this, so you are have a huge knack for being able to knock these scenarios out of the park. So minor mm, shit. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, Matt, yours no, are really like enjoy- this is. 
what uh, happened? <laughs> yeah, this the, the small delay. Um, I was gonna say the Matt, yours are you know yours are good. Better match or shit. Better Thanks, Matt, what buddy. Do you, what's say? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poor Better Matt. You know what? Thank you for being on the episode, Better Matt. I just want to oh, let yeah. you know. I appreciate you being here. Oh, yeah. I appreciate oh, being yeah, it's here. It's a pleasure meeting you, Better Matt. <laughs> yeah. So you had to meet the... Because honestly, I mean, yeah. now that uh, we got these other two shows on the network and Logan and Ben are here, like, I'll probably be pulling them in for other episodes and, you know, we'll, we can go on their shows and stuff like that. So it was good. It's good to meet meet these people. I'll treat you yeah. with respect, Better Matt, on my shows. I won't let them on. Just that. not here. <laughs> <laughs> just not here, though. I'll dunk on you as much as I can. <laughs> the gloves are off. That'd be so uh, funny. Matt, I thought you were going to say that, you know, we have you know, these two uh, new guests here and they are perfect replacements for you, uh, Better Matt. No, like you can't replace Better Matt. <laughs> Who else would suck the wind out of the air? Well, you hear the rest of my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's, a, that's another good one, Ben. Um, what's it called? What was the name of it? Uh, so the title for this one, I wanted it to be kind of ambiguous so that people like the players wouldn't know kind of what's going to happen. So it would just be titled Beyond the Beyond. All right. Sick. Which Matt, uh, give that's the, also give a, like a, a quote from the book for the, the miners to describe their location as they're going beyond the beyond to find the asteroid. Uh, for what yeah. you want. I was going to say, you should uh, give that some echo. Uh, you say it with an echo. Oh. Beyond, oh, right. Beyond, beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong slider. Oh, wait, no, no, I got it. Okay. Wrong slider. Technical error, my part, sorry. Uh, here we go. Beyond, beyond. Yeah, that's some big head Oz shit right there. Come forward. <laughs> Silence. All right, sorry. What do you want? Beepers? Uh, Beepers? <laughs> you all want pagers? It's 1982, bro. So it shall be. Pagers for all! There you go. That's, if, <laughs> imagine we won this long quest to find this guy, and we finally find him, and we're like, what, what does he want? We're like, uh, beepers? <laughs> what a, what Do you a, ever have a beeper? I never had one. Did anyone else have a beeper? Little past my time. Oh, I wanted one so bad. Uh, so many of my, my friends time. had one. I'm with Matt on that. Uh, I had one. You had one? Yeah, some kid at my school was selling them. <laughs> I think uh, he's just bro. stole a bunch of them. I would have paged you 143 all the time. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, that's so adorable. And I would have been like, I don't know what 143 is. I don't know how to... What am I supposed to do with this? Am I calling 143? <laughs> um, I had no idea how beepers worked. And I, I would... Um, I would type... A message out on the phone using the obviously the digits, uh, the letters on there because that's what I thought beepers did. Um, so whoever would just get a long string of numbers. Uh, no, I had no friends. Idea what it was. I had friends that like literally communicated in that way, and they had <laughs> figured it out. Like you know, based on if you wanted the B, you would press two two because it's the second letter on the second. Uh, oh, that's uh, so difficult to understand. <laughs> and, and yeah, man, it was a different time. Yeah, no, it was a different that. time. Now I can just like video call you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everyone has one. Uh, yeah, good job, Ben. Better, Matt. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, so uh, uh, I got a little bit of an audible on my number three. I was just talking to Cat, and um, <laughs> and she Christ. helped me. She helped me workshop this one. Cat from Encyclicomica. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she was on. Yeah, she's she's a, a 
friend of the show, Cat. And uh, okay, so the game is called Top Five of Death. The game, right? <laughs> okay. And all of the hosts, right? So you you know everyone that's been a host on the show uh, are you know the the bosses, right? You know, Froza, the level twenty boss. Cat says, and um, is that low or high? I don't I know think if it's, it's a... high. I think a level. Okay. I, yeah, from my understanding of what Cat said, I wasn't and, sure if I was getting dissed or not. <laughs> and uh, you know, and and their killers based on you know kind of the deaths that they've done, and then all the player classes, right, or like the host personality types, right. So you know, like you can play as like the liberal cuck, or uh, you know, so on and so forth. What do you think? Who you would play as that character? Um, anyone, you know, any of the Mad Fincenti fans out there? <laughs> uh, I like it. I don't it's know a, if there are any. It's definitely a step up. No, I think there, I think there are. There are. You think the he's winning hands. because people are still, uh, still playing along with that bit? <laughs> hey, I don't know, but you know what? You're I've right. won a bunch. I was lately. just about to say that. You've, you've been winning a lot lately. That's right. The Willinghams are, uh, they're, they got my back. Oh, they're super liberal cucks. I love them. <laughs> They really are. <laughs> He's going to be so mad at me that I said that. That's okay. I'll have him on the show. We can have a dis- discussion about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Anyways. So, um, so people are playing against us. We're, yeah, we're the, the, the bosses. So am I the ultimate boss? No. Um, I think so. I thought Fro was the host, so wouldn't Fro be the ultimate boss? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Logan, my man! Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Here we go. They're gone. I del- I've muted both of them. Again. Those two, I can't believe that. I, he's my brother husband. And You don't two, always get along with your brother husband, right? I don't care. I, have, I still have them both muted because I... I can't believe they're teaming up on me. They just met. <laughs> they just friggin' met. All right, I'm, I'm gonna not let you guys, surprised at I'm all. I'm going to let you guys back in. I'm going to start trying to court Ben to be on my side. All right, here we go. Uh, ben, you're very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's cleaning his mouth with mouthwash? I think that's what that was. Hey, you don't talk to Ben like that, you piece of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Ben. I'm here for you. Despite what my brother husband might say. <laughs> Uh, I might I like have a long walks husband, on the maybe. beach. Um, yeah, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> I was born at a very young age in a log cabin that I built with my bare hands. Aren't most people born at a young age? Nothing gets past you, Fro. You're right. Look at that old baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, is there a, is there a title to yours, Matt? It's top five of death. The game. Oh, we should make a game. That'd be good. All right, I guess I'll go. Uh, I'm going to try to speed it up a little bit here for the sake of time. And also, mine are just not great. Um, So, mine... So, my number two is you... You are like a... You you play as a group of Sherpas. Okay? You play as a group of Sherpas. And it's your job to get to the top of this mountain. However... You can never get to the top. That's that's the lore. That's the legend. You can see the top, but you can never get to the top. No matter how skilled of a climber you are, no matter how knowledgeable you are about surviving, it can't be done. And along the way, the higher you get, or the higher you think you get, um, things to become 
more and more apparent that they're not the same. So it's like things kind of start to repeat over and over again, and it's a little bit of like a Groundhog Day situation. And the longer it goes on, the uh, the more mad your come uh, I was gonna say compatriots are uh, become. But that's kind of the horror aspect of it is the game just kind of repeats and things start to get a little different every time. And it's like this weird mechanic um, that is kind of thrust upon the players by the DM of, you know, oh, you see this, like, you see the oak tree. But, like, the way that the, the DM would handle it is, like, he would present it the same exact way but just a little different. So you're actually kind of repeating the game. Um, and it, t- it definitely it definitely take a, a little bit of perf- performance from the DM. But I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cool to play with a play a, an RPG with a, a DM that is doing that, um, and you never kind of like um, you never kind of break character. So it's like this. I don't know. I don't know if that's ever been done or if it's like a, a thing that happens. But a forever game. It doesn't necessarily have to be a forever. Oh, th- this one would be like a forever game. Yeah, um, you play to die. You play to die and see how far you can get and see how and see you know how far you go as in like how more wild and wild things get. So maybe there's like it's kind of like playing for points in Pac-Man versus like beating the game where it's like <laughs> oh did you get to the point where this happens and you're like no I never got that far um, but it just continually goes on and on. Interesting. It's called Tremendous Mountain. <laughs> Where's the echo? Where's the reverb? <laughs> oh shit! I like it. Uh, it's called. Tremendous mountain. I'm on board now. Thank you. Um, but I actually I genuinely support my like, brother husband. Thank you. Finally, I get to support for fucking this guy. Um, I genuinely support kinda, for fucking this guy. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you um, got that. I genuinely like this idea of this mechanic. I think it'd actually be pretty interesting or fun. And to me, I feel like this is like a. I don't know if. There's a little bit of like a business model in my head about this where people would like pay to come play this game or play scenarios like this with like just straight up actual non character breaking performative DMs. Um, I don't know. I think is that I think like, it'd be definitely possible. You have a good DM to do it, it would, it'll definitely be a lot of fun. That'd be so neat. God, that'd be so cool. For sure. I think this is another one that has like a lot of potential, you know, because you could even make it where like at certain points in the mountain, like adventurers just realize, hey, we're never going to reach the top and they like make a settlement. So it could be like a saloon, you know, Um, and like like other kind of disgruntled adventurers that like try and waylay the party. Yeah. And like you can also and and the repetition factor of it is like you like you you advance, but then you're just back at the saloon, but the saloon's a little off. And just like yeah. weird horror stuff like that. So it's like a totally. um, happy like death a, day type of thing, right? Where it's just you're reliving the same day over and over again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. Except uh, instead of like the day doesn't re- like the the time doesn't repeat. It's just your location does. Okay. Did you see that uh, the game trailer for uh, the Guillermo del Toro game, the Silent Hill game? No. no. Was that a couple years ago? All right. It was basically you were just like oh, in oh, a house and you the, walk um, through the house. The one that was supposed to be like the, the PT trailer. Yeah, PT. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh I think it was a silent hill game. I don't know what PT would be. But anyway, it was basically you'd walk through a house and you'd enter a room and you'd just go in a circle. It was just something that was different every time. It was pretty creepy. So if it's something anything like that, it'd be pretty fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I think we're talking about the same thing. Uh, it, I think because it, it got released on like the PlayStation Store, and no one knew what it was. And then it was revealed there was supposed to be like a teaser trailer for the new Silent Hill game that eventually never happened. Yeah, and then it got yeah, played. it never happened. Yeah, that game was cool. That I, yeah, I love stuff like that. I haven't played. I haven't played a good horror game in a long time. I gotta. I gotta find one. Um. Yeah, that's my pro. Uh, go ahead. All right. So my number two is now that I look at it, it's pretty similar to my last one, uh, where you are playing the monsters, um, <clears throat> and you are playing as giant trolls, uh, and <laughs> yeah, it honestly is the exact same thing. And now it sucks that I realize that now. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's internet trolls this time. Oh. <clears throat> no, I was thinking big trolls. Like you're huge. Uh, yeah. And Logan, shut up. Well, what if yeah. it's big trolls, but then you substitute it with even bigger trolls to make it different? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. How am I going to spin that? Don't think I too can't. hard, Fro. So think I'm, of the biggest troll you've ever seen and then double it. Okay. So rather than 10 feet, he's 20 feet. Uh, and then double it again. Okay. So now he's 40. Did you try to trick me and think I was going to say 30? <laughs> I don't no, think I he, believe in you, Fro. I don't think he was. I think he's just asking you to double an easily multiplied number. Uh, true. Uh, don't ask me any further because then it's going to start getting wonky. Um, but no, I was just saying it's, it's an interesting thing to have. Like you are always able to be seen. Hiding is not really an option. Uh, you're just so big, and you're just trying to exist, um, be left alone. Um, you know, you typically lay underneath your bridge you tell riddles on occasion but there are always people trying to kill you um and it's difficult because there's th- these people are small i'm thinking like you're a fucking big ass troll and uh things are tiny and it's just so many of them and how, they how big again a big ass troll like how Giant. many feet uh we're at 40 now all right not um, double it. okay we're at 80 we're an 80 foot troll <laughs> <laughs> I'm just because it seemed like Fro had like an upper limit in which he wouldn't be able to double it anymore. Uh, I'm just wondering when no. we get to that number because I imagine that it's soon. We'll figure it out. So, Fro, here's what I want you to do starting with 20, I want you to count and I want you to double the number every time. Let's see how high you go. Go. St- okay. So, starting with 20, doubling yeah. 20, it's 40 and then to 80 and then to 160 and then to 320 and then to. 740. <laughs> there we go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Hold on. That's how far we'd get. <laughs> oh, 600. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, don't ever change. Wow, wait. What? And I, it's two, 640. <laughs> Fuck, I went 100 over. Damn it, I was close. Were you? Um, yeah, you know. Anyway, your game. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, you're just, you're big uh, and... I mean, can you play D and D like one player? If you got the imagination, <clears throat> well, obviously like a DM and then just you, um, uh, as you like could. the one. Yeah, there's modules out there for like one player. Um, okay, actually, not to derail, but the D and D Essentials Kit that came out has rules for if it's like you and one player, then that player can have like a sidekick, kind of like Don Quixote and Sancho Panza, where it's like you control that other character, but they're a little weaker. Okay, interesting. Um, Does it cool. end with you having sex with the one person, Ben? If it's Always. just you and the one person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's shipping Don Quixote and uh, Sanchez. 
Um, S- did you just Sanchez? say Sanchez? Sanchez? <laughs> what I say? <laughs> San- <laughs> you know what I mean. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Whatever. I know what you mean. Yeah. See. <laughs> um, hey, Sanchez. <laughs> Want to have sex? <laughs> see. Um, but yeah, I just I like can, the idea of the. What's that, Ben? Yeah, new sex position called the. They make a new sex position called the burning windmill. <laughs> I do get that. I know there's a windmill in uh, Don Quixote. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and that's about it. That's all I know about the windmill. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I just like the idea of a one-player uh, kind of campaign, and you're just a troll, just trying to, you know, live your life. But all these little things are always getting there, and you're just trying to find a new home. Um, I don't have a name for it. Uh, Sanchez. Yeah, under the bridge. <laughs> uh, okay. Is there is there a bridge ever mentioned in your? Yeah, you live under the bridge. Yeah. You're a troll. Okay. I did mention a bridge. Pay attention. Quit harping on one fucking thing like the size or Sanchez. And the end boss is Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> and he goes, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, dong. <laughs> That's a good ending. Uh, yep. All right, Logan, go ahead. All right. Siberia, 1959. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys ever hear of the Dilatov Pass? Is, no. No? Mm-hmm. All right. No, so the question. I don't know it. No, okay. Um, it's basically that. So the story of the Dilatov Pass is there's these group of 10 hikers that were really experienced. They went up to go hiking in Siberia uh, in this little pass that like supposed to be really hard to do. Um, but they're like, fuck it. We're like 20 and 30. We're, we got this. We're young kids. Uh, so they do it. And then all of them except one died. The one that didn't die left like a few days before the rest of the group died. He like got sick and had to stay in a village. But the reason, the way they all died is really interesting. So, uh, they all, like the tents that were set up were ripped from the inside. And most of the bodies were found without clothing on. Uh, most of them died of hypothermia, but one of them had a high dose of radiation found on them. And then another one had like their tongue ripped out and there was blood in their stomach indicating that they were alive when their tongue was ripped out. Uh, is this true? Uh, yeah, this is this is legit. Look it up. Read the read the book uh, Dead Mountain if you want to learn more about it. It's a really good book. Huh. Um, so uh, and then there was also a camera on one of the bodies, um, and that was kind of documenting the trip that we're doing. And on the very one of the last slides, there was like a weird silhouetted, maybe Bigfootish creature in the background, but people aren't sure if that was like a joke picture or if it was real. Um, but also, uh, most of the bodies had like high impact damage, like they had taken like a really brutal hit to the chest or something like that. So you could play as a detective investigating the area, be like, what happened to these kids? Uh, in real life, theories of what happened to the kids are like, uh, the, the government in Russia was like, fuck you kids, like you stumbled on something bad because of the high radiation. Um, other people think Bigfoot because, you know, the, the tongue ripped out and whatnot, or aliens. Uh, so I'm on board with those two, uh, opinions because, I'm me. Uh, but the most accepted one that people accepted what happened is uh, these weird micro tornadoes happened and caused like high frequency pitch that made them all go crazy and like run outside and die from hyperthermia. That's like the accepted 
ruling. And it's just kind of crazy. So it'd be kind of fun to just play that as an investigator of the, the crime scene. Not crime scene, but like body scene. I want to do nothing more than just talk about this for the rest of the day. What? Is oh, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, that I love sounds it. awesome. Matt, yeah, there's the a book, movie. Dead Mountain. What was that I book cannot, called again? Uh, the book is called Dead Mountain. There was a really shitty horror movie made on it called Devil's Pass that came out like five, six years ago that goes into it. I think it's on Hulu still. Um, you can check it out. It's not. I mean, it look, great. looks like it was directed by the director of Hard, uh, Die Hard and Cliffhanger. Oh, well, I mean, it takes place on a mountain, so Cliffhanger. Tiernan? Uh, n- no. Uh, I don't know his name. Where is it? Where's his name? Rennie Harlan? Is it called uh, Dead Mountain, the untold true story okay. of the dialed? Diet law yes, pass incident. Okay. Yep. See if I can get on my okay. audible. So not, not the director of yeah, Die Hard then. Oh, Die Hard Two. Sorry. <laughs> Classic pro. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, I needed somebody to fucking fact check me on who the which Die Hard it was. Don't blah 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 me. Um. Yeah, that sounds so cool. I never heard of that. I've never heard of that in my life, and now I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, it's either. oddly not very famous in Russia itself because the government's kind of covered it up. Uh, but just this past year, they opened up the case again. But it's oddly famous here in America because people are like, "What the hell is this?" So they want to learn all about it. Jesus. That's yeah, crazy. that's way cool. Ah, I'm like I'm like distracted by this new thing I just learned. <laughs> There's a video game about it as well. Really. Yeah, called Colat, K-H-O-L-A-T. It came out uh, on Steam in 2015, and Nintendo Switch just released a version of it, uh, 2020. Looks like it came out on Xbox One and PlayStation 4 as well since, too. Oh, really? I just said I wanted to play a new horror game. Yeah, so Colat, I, yeah. That's crap. Oh, man, I'm... I like. Uh, I just want to finish this episode so I can go look into this. Uh, that's an awesome pick. I'm so pumped to know that now. Yeah, look uh, it up, man. It's awesome. Sweet, uh, Ben. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go ahead? All right. So, um, so this is one that I've wanted to run for a long time since it came out, but I just haven't had like the time, you know, because it, it it it's one of those things like when you're the forever GM, you know. And it's like, oh, I can't run it on Tuesday because I'm running this. Oh, I'm busy Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, it's Tuesday again. I'm already running this, you know? Yeah. So uh, so the adventure I'd really like to run that's horror-themed is a published module from Wizards of the Coast. It's called Descent into Avernus. And uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's really, really cool. So the players start off as refugees in the city of Baldur's Gate, which in uh, Forgotten Realms lore, is it's like the Gotham City of of forgotten realms you know um hmm. so anyway they uh, they get this news you know because all these refugees are just flooding in you know like choking up every gate in the city and uh, they find out that the holy city of elturel which is like their neighbor has just disappeared like up and vanished and no one knows where it's at and so the party gets hired by uh this person who is like a diviner and they find out that elturel is now getting pulled down into the first level of hell Huh, and cool. so the party, um, like, dimension doors um, into hell to try and rescue the city of Elturel. And uh, it's a really cool story. It, and so the um, kind of the, the thing that draws me the most about it, though, from a GM standpoint, is the concept of devil deals. 
that's been something in fifth edition that they haven't really touched on a lot. Like it's left largely up to the GM, but now with this adventure, there's like hard and fast rules, like set rules for how to do devil deals uh, with people. So like, let's say um, your character is, you know, like almost super dead. You're like on death's door, one foot in the grave, the other on a banana peel, you know, then you can have like a demon pop up and there's like a list of things that they can offer you, you know, for a favor later. Like, you know, you could get three levels in fighter. I can restore your spell slots. I can give you full hit points, you know, all this stuff. Or I can give you this magic item if you do a favor for me. And uh, it'd be a really fun way to like screw with the party a little bit to be like, hey, I'll give you advantage on all your attacks if your next attack targets a party member. You know, or something like that, oh. just to cause like a little bit of in-party tension for anyone oh. that chooses to take the deal. That's like a chaos fucking magic deck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And then the uh, the big bad at the end is this um, archangel named, well, uh, a fallen archangel named Zeriel, who is the, the lord and master of the first level of hell. That's so, uh, so that, that, that one already exists. Yep. Yeah, that's a published module. I've got all the maps and I've got all the stuff and I've read cover to cover like maybe two or three times and I just don't have the time to run it. And it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Why can't they make more time? <laughs> exactly. So here's a here's like a generic kind of D&D question. Um, is there ever any reason or any like from a DM perspective to like end a game? Like if you have like players and you run something for, you know, whatever, people just kind of get like I don't know, bored or sick, or they just want to, like you said, like if, if they were like, oh, I wish we could play this one, I'd rather play that one at this point, would you then just go through the motions to end another campaign, or would you just uh, just stop entirely? That's a great question. Yeah, so I think it kind of depends on what the party's feeling. Like, because sometimes you run a game and you're really excited about it, but you're not able to hook the party, you know? And when that happens, sometimes it's best just to be like, you know, hard reset, you know, what can I do to make this more interesting? Or do we just need to switch to something else? So that can happen sometimes. But other times, um, you know, if the party's into it and everyone, even though they're into it, just wants to change a pace, um, finding like a natural stopping point. So like, for example, with my Tuesday game, I've been running the same campaign for coming up on two years with the same story, same characters. Um, it's like a big open world kind of Skyrim type campaign. And, uh, it's not that they haven't enjoyed it. It's that we're all kind of looking to do something different, you know? And so um, we're transitioning now. What we've done is I bought the uh, the map of the Sword Coast, which is like the main adventuring area in D&D. And so everyone in my group then is taking a piece of it, and we're all going to GM that piece. So it's like a rotating GM. Um, so like once we get to Chult, then I'm, I put on the GM hat and everyone else is the player. But if we go up to Waterdeep, you know, then I get to be the player and whoever's prepared Waterdeep, they become the GM, you oh, know. Cool. And so we're like cutting up the maps in, in that way so that everyone gets a chance to play and everyone gets a chance to to try their hand at GMing. Also, to go on your question, Matt, uh, it's rare to finish a game in my experience. I've been playing tabletop games for 17 years. I finished one campaign because people time just happens and like people stop showing up. So, yeah, it's it's often to just quit a game and just start a new one because people <laughs> quit. <laughs> I I totally can yeah. see that happening. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's sweet. tough, you know. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right, let's. Uh... Oh, oh, before oh yeah, Matt. For the sake of time, moving on. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. 
My number two? Yes. Eldritch Terrors. This is also one that Kat and I came up with just now. <laughs> Thank is, God uh, for Kat. Yeah, she's the best. So, okay, so you're a cult. Hmm. You summon the Eldritch Terrors, but then you realize the mistake that you've made, and you've got to fight them with the final boss of uh, Cthulhu himself, or itself, themselves. It's always non-binary. Binary. Right, yeah. Wait, Boom. so what? What happens? <laughs> that so was it? Just say it over again, bro? I mean, it was like two sentences, so. Yeah, he said 30-second pitch, right? So it's the Eldritch Terrors, your occult. You summon them, but then you realize the mistake that you've made, and uh, you, you fight. The end. So, okay. Okay, so you're I, just going with the straight-up Cthulhu uh, lore. Yeah, you got it. Nailed it. <laughs> There's no spin. You're not gonna like change up anything. Like Cthulhu's not like a, a vegan or anything, so he like isn't interested in eating these people. You know what's crazy is um for some reason I have a feeling Matt's gonna win this week too. <laughs> I don't know why. I think he's I think people's gonna be like, ah fuck it, I'll just vote for him again and then he's just gonna, <laughs> he's gonna win. <laughs> fingers Possibly. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh okay. Anything else, Matt? No, that that uh, that wraps me up. Hell yeah. Uh all right. <laughs> so if you like the show, support your go. Uh, go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. That's where you can support uh, all the shows on the Make Fun Network, including the three new ones uh, that we announced. Once again, Grown Ass Gamers, Sleep with the Light On, which and uh, Roll for Damage. Uh, Sleep with the Light On and Roll for Damage shows already exist, and you can go listen to them now. Uh, Logan, where can they? F- where can the fun butts find your show? Um, both podcasts are available wherever you find your podcasts. Google, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. Sweet. And what's your release schedule? Um, so Sleep with the Light On is the first and third Wednesday of the month, and Roll for Damage is the second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Sweet. And is there any... So for Roll for Damage, is there any... Uh, like, how far along are you? Can people start from the beginning, or is there like a jumping on point? Um, absolutely. I would suggest start from the beginning, because then you get to know our characters and, and the story. Um, we're up to episode 20, I think, this coming up week. I'm really professional i know what release but uh if you want to also uh just get a taste uh the last episode that came out uh you yourself matt appeared on the episode as the god thebris that is so true. You, can, you can go to that episode and listen to the last five minutes and you can hear matt's sweet sweet god voice there <laughs> it's almost a lot like the voice you've been hearing when i announced my titles yeah exactly <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, sleep with the light on. Any any uh, any bangers you would suggest? Um, the uh one episode we just did, uh, Night of the Living Dead, I thought was a really good episode. We did the Conjuring, that was a really good episode, and we covered it. That was a really fun episode. Huh. They're coming for you, Barbara. You're <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorant. Um, that's awesome. Uh, sweet, sweet, sweet. Any anything else you'd like to plug? Um, you can find our merch at Redbubble. Uh, you can search Swallow Pod. Uh, we call the listeners that sleep with a lot on Swallowers. Uh, so you can go search Swallow Pod, S W L O Pod. Uh, find the merch there or roll for damage. Roll the number four damage, all one word. Uh, you can find our merch there. Always the number four. I'm sure we'll post a link for the stuff as well. Yeah, of course. It's going to be. Yeah, we certainly, certainly will. All right, sweet. Let's um, let's burn through these number ones, baby. I guess I'll start. Uh, my number one is not uh, 
it's it's a very terrifying one. It might hit close to home uh, for some people, and I, I apologize for that. Um, however, it is it is a true terror, and um, you are at a family gathering. Okay, you are, you know, you're 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 a band of cousins, right? You're a band of cousins, and it's a family party. And this this party happens once a year. The whole family gets together, and the whole time you're just trying to avoid your uncle <laughs> okay so you're trying to avoid i your can relate uncle. pretty hard that's right i am the uncle in this scenario <laughs> sure so somebody yeah somebody could play as the uncle the dm is the uncle let's do that <laughs> dm is the uncle uh plays as the uncle the uncle's the real dungeon master that's right um because the <laughs> the uncle is weird and he's creepy and sometimes he, uh, all he wants to do is give you a very innocent kiss on the lips. <laughs> That's the goal. Of so he's uncle. kind of a, 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 he's a little bit sexy for an uncle. Uh, yes, yes. However, it, it's not like it's nothing sexual. Okay, That's the thing. He just wants uh, he thinks that he's being sweet, but he doesn't understand because he's a weird, creepy uncle that how weird and creepy he is. And sometimes he'll give you like a like a massage, like from behind, um, just like a, hey, skip, and like, I don't know, rub your shoulder or something like that. He just, <clears throat> It's just things like that you, you want to avoid. Um, however, if he kisses you on the lips, it's game over. It's game <laughs> over. Matt, is this, this a little inside? Is this like Titus O'Neil kissing his son uh, on the lips on live TV? <laughs> I mean, it could, it, it, it could be oh, that, or that yeah, it's either Titus O'Neil or uh, that time Johnny Damon uh, from the Boston Red Sox kisses <laughs> his like son or daughter on the mouth, or or like uh, didn't Tom Brady kisses like didn't he get like in a lot of flack because he? I don't know why I'm asking this group of people. None, none of us will probably know. No, I don't know. You know what's funny is this is this very well could be like a normal thing that parents do with their kids. Uh, I know it didn't happen to me, but it definitely seems weird. But I think it's just because we're all so cynical. It's fuck. It's fucked up to us. Yeah, you didn't get kissed in the mouth. You just watched your mom perform oral sex. <laughs> yeah, but at least I wasn't performing the oral sex with my dad. <laughs> yeah, uh, Logan and Ben. That's a true story, by the way. That's not a bit. That uh, that's a story Fro actually told on the show. That he yeah, watched his mom perform oh, yeah. oral sex. Yeah, like I didn't oh. want to. I was just stuck there. <laughs> oh, you didn't pay for it. No, I'd not. Pay. Hey, mom, ten bucks. Blow dad. No, it was. It was more so. I was stuck in the room and got to unfortunately see my mom blowing my dad. <laughs> what do you mean you were stuck in the room? Ah, uh, that's a story for another time. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so the game's called Surviving Uncle Tim is is the name of the game, and and the reason why it's like Surviving Uncle Tim, you said yes, Surviving Uncle Tim, um, because he doesn't know that he's being creepy. He thinks he's just being like a nice uncle, um, and the the thing is, is like as a player, you or like a cousin, you kind of know that. You just don't want to interact with them, and also you don't want to be rude. So, like when you get in these like altercations with them, you have to like navigate trying to get out of it without being like obvious, uh, like obvious that he's creepy. That's that's the twist. <laughs> I'll I one. Uh, Fro, why don't you go ahead? Uh, okay. Um, so. 
Well, let's see. <clears throat> so this one is a campaign where you are parents and there is a uh, thing happening around the world where uh, people are losing their teeth and uh, there's so much money underneath children's uh, beds, uh, but there's just teeth disappearing all around the world from all these adults. <clears throat> and these two parents are concerned about this. So you're on the hunt to find the tooth fairy who is stealing teeth. Uh, and the you eventually do find this tooth fairy. Uh, but however, in order to stop the pillaging of uh, teeth, and also you want your uh, children to believe that the tooth fairy still exists, you end up becoming tooth fairies yourselves. However, <clears throat> do you uh, only pull a few teeth or do you uh, pull a ton of teeth to get kids rich? What tooth fairy, tooth fairy pulls teeth exactly? Dude, I don't fucking know. All right, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to... You know, what I don't know. Up. Fucking Beth, that weird tooth fairy, pulls the teeth out of children's heads. She's the one that's loosing it. She shows up, kicks the kids in the teeth. They get loose, and then they show up one day and punch the tooth out, and then they come back the next day. It's underneath the pillow. They get paid in <sighs> teeth. I have a lot of teeth that I can put under a pillow. It's true. Do you have them still? My teeth, no. Okay, have, so you don't have teeth. You don't have teeth to put in. I have the molds. I could just cast them. I think a tooth fairy would understand that yeah. it's not real teeth. Right. They're good at their jobs. You so know? what I don't understand here is the tooth fairies pull the teeth and give you money for the teeth. They the need... Model. Well, no. Yeah. they they Teeth First are a commodity for them. So... What are they yeah, man. Doing? What? 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 Have you never dealt with a tooth fairy before? Yeah, they don't pull your teeth, right? They just, they just give you the money for. Them. How do you know? How do you know they're not the ones making your teeth loose, dude? Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, do you know that for a fact? Why would they wait until it was under your pillow for them to take it then? Because the allure. You're not fucking supposed to see tooth fairy, dude. Fuck off. It's the pageantry of the whole thing. <laughs> it's the pageantry. Thank you. You know, it's they they got to try to make kids happy as well, but they're taking a lot of teeth, and they're taking adult teeth now. Bro, I got a question. Please, what? I, I what? want you to ask a question, not this fucking asshole over here. Jesus Christ! What um, <laughs> what do they do with the teeth when they have it? Like, what's what's the per, what what like what is it? What do tooth What do tooth fairies do with uh teeth? Yeah, like why are they so sought after? They grind them up and snort that shit. Oh, it's a drug. It's a drug for tooth fairies. <laughs> oh. Okay. So that's one of the big problems is these rogue tooth fairies are teeth fairies? Tooth fairies? Whatever. Toofers? Toofers? These, <laughs> these rogue toofers are... Like a, uh, a tooth fairy slur. <laughs> toofer? <laughs> Goddamn toofers over here. Grass uh, <laughs> They're... Uh, they're too addicted to the teeth. So they're just taking more teeth than they're supposed to. And so they're grinding up so many adult teeth because that gets real fucking high. Adult teeth. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so. So but I thought that they had were they become tooth fairies because they didn't want their kids to think that there wasn't a tooth fairy. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's that aspect <laughs> too. Uh, and so uh, not, there's not a lot of consistency here, I guess, is my concern. I'm sorry, I'm not fucking biting at the heels of fucking pre-existing shit. All right. <laughs> at least I'm coming up with this shit, you asshole. I'm doing my best. Yeah, Damn it. Bro, did you take a hit of teeth a minute ago? I've been snorting teeth all fucking morning. I'm a tooth fairy. You fucking twofer. Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse me? <laughs> You're going to call me a twofer? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hey, so uh, I'm going to write to your fits. senator and get you fired. Uh, uh what? Hey, I got two question. questions. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. Question number 1. So is snorting teeth illegal in the tooth fairy society? Like do they like is there going to be like a tooth fairy cop that comes up and he's uh, like, you, "Oh, 4 kilos of teeth in the trunk." It's the, it's the quantity. Exact it's a quantity. You can't have too many teeth on you. <laughs> Who wrote okay. that legislation? So I don't know. <laughs> fucking the Al Gore of tooth fairies. <laughs> okay. So like like they got to be below the legal limit of yeah. teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they have like a get... toothalyzer that they blow into. Yes, exactly. You, you chomp down on something uh, with your own <laughs> oh, teeth. Okay, okay. Was that the second question? Please, no more. It's a, so, so please. So question number two: With all these, all these people getting money under their pillow, you could have like it's more of a, a suggestion or like some, something to mull over in the noggin. You could totally have like a subplot where it's like crashing the world economies because it's in- introducing way more money into the system. So it causes like this hyperinflation just for like a sense of urgency for the players. Like, man, we got to figure this tooth fucking thing out right now before like the world collapses. Yeah. The economy is not my strong suit. So uh, I will yeah, we've I'll allow you to run that some one. Basic math today. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 740, baby. Um, but yeah, um, the title of this campaign is. Like pulling teeth. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you really nailed it, bro. Hey, really? at least I admitted it. I I didn't have the name set. Like pulling teeth. Okay. Or maybe someone's uh, named yeah, Isaac, so the game that's would it. be called Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Isaac Yankum. Uh, DDS or D Isaac Yankum D and DS. Fuck. <sighs> hey, Fro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. I needed that. I appreciate it. Yeah, no uh, Logan, you, know, you, uh, you could even you oh. could even include like a like a courtroom scene and call it like the tooth and nothing but the tooth. <laughs> I like that tooth and nothing but the tooth. I should have just went with that. You really should have, but you didn't. So I I'll, didn't. I'll, I'll well, remember that. Well, okay. All right, Logan. All right. Uh, my number one. Y'all ever see the movie Armageddon? Yeah. Honest, All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh yeah. I'm gonna need your help uh, a little bit because I'm not a huge horror fan, uh, as I said. But it's the plot of Armageddon, but you play with different horror movie slashers as the characters. So, like, so... instead of Bruce Willis, you might have like Mike Myers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, and then uh, Steve Buscemi is played by maybe like Freddy Krueger. Can you actually keep Steve Buscemi? You know what? He kind of looks like a horror character. So yeah, yeah, we'll keep Steve Buscemi. All right. 
Uh, so, so the world is ending, and these killers are trying to blow up an asteroid. Is that yeah, what yeah. Armageddon was? We, we do the kill in here, not not some asteroid from space. I <laughs> gotcha. So you know, <laughs> Bruce Willis, played by Mike Myers, has got to like assemble a ragtag team of of drillers. You know, so he's like he goes like Ghostface Killa and uh, the the guy from Scream, not the rapper. Uh, <laughs> and he. <laughs> And he goes to like Chucky and like the Leprechaun. He's like, "Hey, I'm building a team to save the world." Okay, uh, I can only imagine their top gain is that uh, puppet from Puppet Master with a drill on his head. Yeah, a yeah. little tiny puppet's gonna <laughs> bore a hole right through an asteroid. Hey, he's got a drill on his head. He's got to be good at something. Yeah, you know what? It's, I can't argue with that, bro. He does have a <laughs> thank drill you. On his head. Uh, I like this concept, oh, yeah. though. Yeah, and the the game would be yeah. called uh, "It's Armageddon, Bitch." Starmageddon. <laughs> it, it works for me. They can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, anytime bomb. you get to play as the monster, I'm like 100 percent down for. Yeah, you know what? I wish there were more like, like. They just kind of collided universes in these. Like, I wish there was like a horror comic that kind of did this with all these characters. I love mashups. Me too. That's why I like that Hills have Texas Chainsaw Massacres idea. Yeah, the Hills have Texas Chainsaw Massacres. <laughs> no, just the Hills have Chainsaw Massacres. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, ben, number one. All right. So, so let me preface this just by saying I'm a big John Carpenter fan. Um, I've seen the 1982 The Thing like easily a dozen times. You know, Halloween, Big Trouble in Little China, They Live, classic, you know. And uh, so this one is a little bit of a change of pace. It would be set in the Star Wars universe. So um, everyone would be part of a mining research crew that's making their way into the unknown regions um, to try and find new resources for their like hut owned company, you know. so anyway, like the idea would be like you make it to a planet, you find some, you know, MacGuffin resource there. And uh, one of the there'd be like like five players and then also five NPCs that are like part of the ship's crew, you know, each with like their own distinct thing. And uh, so one of the NPCs would come back to the ship and be like a little weird, you know, like he's he's like, you know, dry heaving and like talking nonsense and um at some point, when you guys are in hyperspace, he would mess with the ship's engine to pull it out of hyperspace. And uh, from that point, he would die, and this black ooze would reveal itself and then kind of hide on the ship and uh, infect people at random. And so in Star Wars, this ooze is called the Mingle Mingle, and uh, <laughs> it's this sentient black ooze that can like infect you and then take you over like a parasite. Uh, a lot like like the alien from the thing, you know, and so it would be like the whole party trying to figure out who the alien is. And I'm thinking you could like talk ahead of time to one of your players and be like, hey, would you like to be the alien and like fuck shit up? But like <laughs> play it cool so people don't know you're the alien. Like, uh, yeah, I think that'd be super cool. And so the whole thing, it would be like a kind of like a bottle episode for a mission where it's like the whole thing takes place in the ship and everyone's trying to figure out what makes the alien tick and how to find it and fix the hyperdrive before you all starve. All right. I mean, we play, uh, what's that game? Uh, Resistance. So this sounds 
pretty solid. Hell yeah. I'm all about anything Say the, like that. the title would be Star Wars in big letters, and then underneath in green it would say Paranoia. It'd be like, Star Wars, Paranoia. <laughs> so this exists in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. uh, it's in the Outer Rim. Uh, mingle, mingle. Google it. It's really weird. Mingle, mingle. Hmm. That is weird. Yeah, there's like five ends. The spelling is really weird. <laughs> yeah. Five ends. It's very Star Warsy spelling. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So I mean, I'm I'm down for that. I like a whodunit. I love a whodunit. Totally. Never, never can go wrong with a whodunit. Uh Matt. <laughs> I, get, I can't believe I get to finish this off. I, I know. We really fucked this up. Yeah, I'm so lucky. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Out. You ready? So it's a zombie game, right? Yeah. We haven't, I'm surprised that no one's really done a, a, a kind of straight, a more straight ahead zombie game, right? So, you know. It's there were zombies zomb- in my bog. Yeah, of course. Uh, so it's straight ahead, like, you know, you're a group that's trapped in, you know, maybe it's a mall. It could be wherever, right? And then... You know, you're, you're doing your normal rolling or whatever it is that you do in these games. And then, uh, but there's a possibility that you die, right? And then if you die, you know, the people that they kill get up and kill. So then you then continue to play, but now you are the zombie and, and you play the same way, except your goals are now completely opposite. Your goals are to continue to, to rampage and, and kill and eat the rest of the party. This is literally Pittsburgh 68. <laughs> Never heard of it. I know. I know you have it. I know you have it. It's not a dig at you. Um, this is a or an effect on Halo. Yeah. Um, however, Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, probably true. I, however, Pittsburgh 68 is not really a role-playing game. It's more like a turn-based card game. So, um, Can you still talk as a zombie? Like, what, Do you lose your features of a human that you're playing as when you become a zombie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You lose all. You know, you're, you can moan. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm a zombie. <laughs> um, what's it called again? Uh, I, you know what? I I didn't have a. I haven't come up with a name for this one yet. Zomgasm. Zomgasm. Nailed it. There we go. Nothing like a moaning zombie. Well, zomgasm. That's gonna do it for our list. <laughs> Uh, what a way to end what a way to end thank you for uh for being on the show and 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 welcome aboard to the make fun make fun network train yeah thank you so much really looking forward to working with you guys thank you so much for having us on the network of course ben uh any uh yeah thanks for having having us yeah go ahead sorry this has just been a lot of fun thanks for having us on here yeah no problem thanks for uh having good uh like really well thought out uh ideas you and you and logan those are those are really good i oh man i can't even fucking read that book i already bought it on audible so i'm gonna start that probably today. i like how you said you're gonna read the book but then bought it on audible fro what's uh <laughs> hey, fro, how does... math question <laughs> <laughs> what 640 okay Double hey matt back. i'm gonna i'm gonna back you up on here listening to an audiobook is reading thank you i don't know but it's not though technically yeah but it is if like you know you are blind that's this is how you would read so it absolutely is reading no, they would they would hear it they would, they would listen they wouldn't read it no nope, it doesn't work the, the same way so so <laughs> i don't care if you're taking in the information you do you read tv shows do i read when you them? listen to a podcast do you do you read the podcast podcast is not the same thing as an audiobook yeah there's no books there's no there's no uh structured 
uh, thing to the to the podcast. Here, you know, we almost made it the whole way, and now we're divided. Here we go. <laughs> um, Whatever. Nonetheless, Matt's gonna listen to the audiobook. Sure. But uh, and yeah. doubles of six forty is twelve eighty. Double that. Attaboy. Double that. Thirteen sixty. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? 1280? No, yeah. 13. Yeah, definitely not that. Definitely not that. I fucked up. All right. On that note, uh, thank you as always. And uh, check out uh, Roll for Damage and check out Sleep with the Light On. And of course, smell you later.